Hey, what's going on? This is Bill Burr from the All Things Comedy Network. I am very excited to tell you that we are going to be releasing a stand-up special from the unbelievably talented, unbelievably hilarious, and unbelievably original Ted Alexandro. He has a new stand-up special called Senior Class of Earth. You can check it out exclusively at atcspecials.com. And follow the All Things Comedy Network for more ways to support your favorite comedians. This is huge for us. This is everything that All Things Comedy was about. We wanted to get in business with great artists and help them to maintain control and ownership of what they created. And this is our first foray into that. Once again, it's called Senior Class of Earth from the great Ted Alexandro. You can check it out at atcspecials.com. Det är fint. 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 Uh, big theaters within within hours, minutes. So if you guys want to go see Tommy, go get your tickets right now, right now, right now, right, right now. now, right now, right now, right now, right now. Well, here's where we uh, added damn. added second shows in San Diego, Dallas, Medford, Washington D.C., Chicago, Tampa, and Oklahoma City. Jeez. Some of those are not until you know midway through 2019, but they've gone fast. So I, I really am. Uh, Thankful, it's honored, bananas. humble. Thank you very much. Um, by the way, the just a quick point out that uh, normally in Boston you do, you know, I would do like a run at the Wilbur, but Wilbur wasn't available for all the nights, so that's why I'm doing the Chevalier, which is in Medford. I think it's about 20 minutes Chevalier. from downtown. Um, so Saturday in Boston at the Wilbur went lightning fast. Crazy. And that's a huge venue. I mean, so the, the this is nuts. So the Chevalier is the one we're going to do Friday. So if you nuts. are in Boston, that's just that's just where I can add. Um, thanks very much. They're all at TomScore.com. Also, restating again, for all the other cities that you would expect me to go to, I will come. I swear to you. Uh, those dates will be announced later. That'll be for the second half of 2019. Uh, we'll announce it on the show. You can get on my email list and you'll get first dibs. That's going to be, you know, Toronto, Vancouver, Minneapolis, Austin, New York, Los Angeles. All those are coming. It'll be later in uh, the year. All right. Gene, where can people see you? Well, I've, I've just picked up the show November 10th in a place called West... Let me see if I get this right. West Siloam Springs, Oklahoma. Can you believe I'm going oh, there? Oh, snap. One night, one show only at the Cherokee Casino there. That should be fun. I've never been to Oklahoma, so there you go. It's Oklahoma, I thought. Oklahoma. You're right. Yeah. Th- sorry, I mispronounced that. Uh, we've added the 10 o'clock show, uh, San Diego, California, November 24th. That's Thanksgiving weekend. Get out of the house. Come see me. Get out of here. Get out of here. Take a hike. Uh, and then December 7th, I've added a late show in Fill Her Up, Delphia. The first show sold out. So I've added a 9.45 p.m. show at the Punchline in Philly. And that one on sale today. So get those tickets right now, right now, right now. Also, Judor Titty sold out first show. Added second show, 10.30 p.m. at the Gramercy Theater. Judor Titty's December 8th. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Me and the, my gorilla tits and I are telling Joe. I want to call yeah. this tour... It, these tits were made for talking. Yeah. But my agent was like, nah, no one can say that on local news. Yeah, they want to be able to plug it. 
Yeah, that's the problem. Or gorilla tits. What do you? What think? about? What if you just made it Spanish? I like that. Like uh, these tetas were made for talking. <laughs> and then they're like, I'm not sure what I'm saying. <laughs> then you have all these dorky news people like these tetas were tetas. Christina Paczynski <laughs> is gonna be at the huge tetas for your face tour. <gasps> yeah, in town. I'm taking suggestions for tour names, guys. I know that's oh probably dangerous. You think? Can I tell you something though? I think nothing would make me happier than doing like a fan based tour name. Like if someone yeah. actually. A, a mommy came up with it. Uh, and also, I wanted to point out, a lot of people ask me, oh, if we're coming to shows this weekend and, and like next month, are we not seeing the new tour? No, you are. That's, oh, yeah. That is the new tour. It's just not, you know, branded as it. But of course, it's the new hour. So Sacramento, uh, they opened up 100 new tickets uh, for the late show this Saturday. A lot, I was going to tell you guys, too, what I started doing... Um, is doing VIP things. So if you, it's like I, I, I reserve 50 tickets and if you want a VIP package, you get like a piece of merch and you get to sit in the front. Those are for only 50 tickets on my theater shows. Oh my God. Just because I like my fans more than you because I'm kind of a personality champ. All right. Um, there you go. This episode of Your Mom's House is brought to you <laughs> by uh, Zip Recruiter. Oh, hey. <laughs> I like that. I like saying it like that. You know what? There are job sites that send you tons of the wrong resumes to sort through, and that is not smart. Mm -mm. You know what's not smart? Using your relatives to fill in at work while you look for staff. Mm. It's not smart to uh, let your friends pick your favorite karaoke song either. That's right. They're not, not gonna. Smart. They're not looking out for you. No, you know what's what. You know what is smart. Smart is going to ziprecruiter.com/slash/house to hire the right person. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you; it finds them for you. It's powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience. For your job and actively invites them to apply so you get qualified candidates fast. That's why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. This rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot with over 1,000 reviews. Right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive website address ziprecruiter.com slash house that's ziprecruiter.com slash h-o-u-s-e that's ziprecruiter.com slash house ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire gene gene i'd like you to put your finger on the chips and the bowl button because after this i got something to announce so i'd like to prepare you i know you like to prepare uh let me tell you something about these sheets that i have discovered uh they're called Brooke Lennon, brooklinen.com. Let me tell you, I'm a sheet aficionado. Tom's known me for 15 years. I've bought every single sheet known to man trying to get the perfect ones because I believe in uh, 
in comfort. You spend so much time in bed. Why not make, why not make that time uh, a maze? And I just love my Brooklyn and sheets. The uh, Brooklyn and sheets were named the winner of the best of online bedding category by good housekeeping. They've got rave reviews from the business insider. One of the fastest growing bedding brands in the world actually is the fastest growing with over 20,000 five-star reviews. I just love these fancy hotel sheets, but the best part is that they don't come with the fancy hotel sheet price. Uh, They're luxury sheets without the markup. Did you know that most bedding is marked up as much as 300%? That's crazy. There's no need to to, to pay that much. Uh, So how do they do this, Brooklinen? Keep them uh, reasonably priced. They take out the middleman. Keep things personal just between them and the customer. I love it. I love these sheets because they sleep cool in the summer, warm in the winter. They're so... Um, quality, high quality made, well made. You lay in them and they feel so soft and luxurious, Gene, mm-hmm. don't they? They do. Yeah. I let my bear sleep on these sheets. Oh, I sleep I sleep in just my panties too. <laughs> I know. I love it. So my Brooklinen sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets I've ever slept on. And Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer just for our listeners. You get $20 off and free shipping when you use the promo code MOM at Brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so sure you'll love your new sheets that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all of their sheets and comforters. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use the promo code MOM at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code MOM. Brooklinen, these really are the best sheets ever. Try it out. That sounds great, Jane. Um, <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Did you get carried away in Brooklinen? Were you thinking about our sheets? I was. Um, they really are amazed. They really are amazed. Yeah. yeah, we really do use <laughs> these things. They're you fantastic. know what just arrived yesterday in the mail for me? Just arrived. Your what? No, Mario, my sister. Yeah. Sent me. Oh my god! My junior year high school football highlight tape. You're kidding. This is a 21-year-old tape, I guess, something like that. Oh, my God. Um, VHS tape. So We don't, but we, wait a minute. How are we going to watch it? What are we going to do with it? Well, I'm telling you, this is the truth. I'm sending it to Legacy Box. So Legacy Box, this is a brilliant, I don't know how somebody didn't think of this earlier. Don't you always go like, why didn't someone do this before? Yeah, I know. It's like a no-brainer. It is. They take your old movies, photos, film reels, tapes like this. You send it to them. They digitize it. Now it's saved for you to share with family, to show to friends. You don't have to worry about, oh, my God, is this just going to fall apart, disintegrate? Uh, is the, you know what I mean? Is the quality of it just going to, to die because it's an old thing? Yeah. Now you can have it saved forever. Um, so I will be sending my high school, my junior oh my year high school football reel to to them, having it digitized, and uh, then I'll show it to you. And I can see what a stud you were back then. Oof, it's you not know, that good. Your dad's always talking about those days. Also, you know what? I'd like to show it to him so it, I can remind him of that I'm not <laughs> the uh, five star recruit that he thinks I was. <laughs> he really does he talk talks about talk like, you you're up. One of the greatest football players <laughs> in the like, history. Of this I don't know about that. It's awesome. Save your family films and photos. 
uh, from being lost forever, unable to play your recordings because you don't have a VH- VCR anymore. Of course, that's me. Um, you can become the family hero. Bring back the lost memories. Watch it again. Enjoy the joy. Experience the joy of nostalgia, reliving those days. And it also, of course, gives you a peace of mind that you actually have it preserved, which to me is a big deal. Um, get organized. Clean out your closet. Get you know rid of those camcorder tapes and aging film film reels. Send your legacy box filled with those home movies and pictures, and they will do the rest. Professionally digitizing those moments onto a thumb drive, thumb drive, digital download or DVD. Easy to use. Follow instructions. Safety barcodes included for every item. Receive all your original recorded moments back, along with perfectly preserved digital copies. You get personalized updates. At every step, receive up to 12 personalized email updates. Legacy Box is the world's largest, most trusted digitizer of home movies and photos. Over 450,000 families have trusted Legacy Box over a decade of experience. These guys have been around this long? Is that crazy? All the work is done by hand right here in the U.S. of... Hey, okay, Legacy Box. There's never been a better time to digitally preserve your memories. Visit LegacyBox.com today. Get started. For a limited time, they're offering our listeners an exclusive discount. Go to LegacyBox.com slash mom. Get 40% off your first order or save up to $200 on the largest Legacy Box kit. Go to LegacyBox.com slash mom and save 40% today. Get started preserving your past, Gene. Oh, that's it, Gene. That's it. Let's start the show because I want to make my big announcement, and then we have to make a phone call, right? That is so true. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, I'm right. pregnant. Just kidding. Okay. No. Never. Here we go. <laughs> all right. All right, folks. Time for some more burps. Yes. Haven't had a video in a while, but it's time for some more burps. <laughs> <laughs> Randy. Don't bring anyone mother to this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Well, welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsin. Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. powerful burp that was a very powerful burp it's Uh, interesting because all the power burpers we've showcased on this show they all sound alike it all it's like that deep like that girl in the in the nice dress that did it yeah sounds similar to this guy similar sorry i said it does sound similar yeah um yeah there's uh this lovely burper actually did uh had a friend here and went for a double a double no. burp. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. dueling burps. Pretty cool, right? It's really nice. Here's Steve. 
<laughs> this is gonna be our house. You I know was that, just right? gonna say that. Yeah. You know, and thank goodness I, I like this kind of stuff because I can tell. it's all happening. It's all gonna happen in our home. Yeah. Very like, soon. Hey mom, you see our burp video? <laughs> I'm like, yes. Well, because you and I like it so much, they're not gonna do it. That's true. They might be like, God, you guys are so gross. Like, I'm reading, God. <laughs> you guys are so disgusting. Why are you so nasty? Yeah. It, it was nasty. That's Why what, you gotta be nasty all the time? <laughs> was, wait, who, who said that? Like, yeah, it, it was nasty. It was Doug Mellard. Yeah. About your farting in front of his fiance at the time without yeah. barely knowing her. He goes, it, it was nasty. It was pretty nasty. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're we're out to make a call in a minute, but I would like to make a big announcement. Could you please play the chips in the bowl, sir? Sure, sure. One second. Very excited for you. Any horns you may have? You know? Chips in a bowl. <laughs> Big announcement. Tell so, me what you got, man. Uh, we finally have a release date for the Netflix stand-up comedy special, The Degenerates, starring uh, none other than the fantastic Joey Diaz, Yamanika Sanders. We got Big J Okerson. Huge, funny, hilarious Bra- Brad Williams, who was a guest recently oh, yeah. on the show, and myself, and we're all doing 30-minute spots. It was shot in Las Vegas at a shit dump place and it was fucking rough i'm not gonna lie this was definitely a rough shoot you came with me yeah i did and God, I, I love i love going to shoots where i don't have to do stand up <laughs> it is so chill it's so you're like what's the big deal yeah it's so it's such a different experience <laughs> i know you were like, ear to ear happy like it's great just go have fun out there go fine yeah. so i shot this special i was eight months pregnant it was about 150 degrees outside it's crazy I was the sweating. set collapsed on you the set collapsed i was yeah Literally, the door fell on me right before I went out, and the crowd was bonkers. And I don't mean in a good way. I'm saying there were, yes, there were mommies there, thank God, but there were like straight fucking wackadoodles in the in the audience, like people that may uh, be hearing voices in their own heads, mm-hmm. things that. So it was kind of a miracle that this shoot happened. But anyways, check it out. Try it out for yourself. October 30th, The Degenerates drops on Netflix. October 30th. Mark your calendars. October 30th. The day before. <laughs> The day before Hollow Jeans. And, you know, a lot of people are like, why do the half hour, Christina, when you've got hours? I'll tell you why I chose to do the half hour. Because I ended up generating so much material, topical material on this Me Too movement. I was so inspired by all the crazy shit that was happening that I couldn't stop talking about it. And I wanted to get it out as soon as possible uh, when it was still fresh and in the zeitgeist. So if you wait to do your next hour, it could be another year and a half, two years before that material makes it into the world. And I wanted to just get it out there to you guys now. So you'll see some crazy shit. I don't know how it's going to land. I don't know <laughs> what's going to happen. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what goes down. It's pretty exciting, Gene. It's very fun. You did a great job. I was at both tapings. And, oh my gosh. Um, it was so hard. It was so crazy to yeah. do. I mean, it's actually, it's you know, it's not fucking easy to do shoot a special period um, to shoot one yeah. eight months pregnant. <laughs> so stupid. I don't know what I was thinking. I think because I agreed to do it when I was five or four months along. Yeah. And you don't think like, oh, that, how enormous and uncomfortable you will be by the time that shit crawled around. I was like, oh no, can I cancel this? 
<laughs> I had to fly with a doula just in case I went into labor, man. No, people- you you were you were a champ, man. It really Thanks. you really were. Yeah, it was fun. It was worth it in the end, and and uh, I'm glad I did it. And I I can't I can't. I'm looking forward to all those tweets telling me uh, how fat I look too. Like, why are you so fat? <laughs> Pretty wild, man. <laughs> like you dummy. Because I got a baby in me. Oh, stupid. Uh, so smell like a dirty diaper. <laughs> do you want to? Set this up, or do you want me to? Um, well, do you have the sound drops that we can? This is this is kind of a legendary call we're about to make right now. It's pretty amazing that this is a reality. Yeah, um, this is a very old school your mom's house reference. We touched on it when um, Andrew Santino was here yeah. a few weeks ago, and if you missed that, by the way, it was such a great episode. Yeah, wasn't that nice? Yeah, he he's really uh, a natural. It's kind of great. an honorary mommy at this point. Yeah, he, jeans are high. He's really a great guest. So one thing that was in the news was that um, I come at my dad's funeral, yeah, uh, which was like one of our original mega drops. This was like. One of the mega drop. Well, it was for, because of persistent arousal, genital arousal disorder. Uh-huh. These people. It was a documentary we got our hands on, uh, or these people just come all day. Yeah, and it, it focused really on this one guy who, you know, he he. When you're on your knees at your father's <laughs> funeral, at his casket, and you're saying goodbye to him, and then you have nine orgasms right there while your whole family is standing behind you. Makes you never want to have another orgasm as long as you live. Oh, why not? But you know what? You just keep on coming. <laughs> the, the truth is, like we we uh, laughed a lot. Yeah, I was really, um, really a provider of so many yeah, laughs. Yeah, we laughed a lot, and then we, you know, of course, you're aware that it's also probably not the greatest thrill no. for it to be a reality. But you know, this is what we do. We just kind of yeah find something and we. We josh around about it. Yeah, we're we're professional uh, assholes. That's yeah. our job. But anyway, in the news, out of nowhere popped up that the person who went through this transitioned. And That's so right. it was in the news again. And uh turns out they got wind of it and want to uh talk today. That's so, amazing. Um, I apologize for not knowing the uh, original name, former name, but now it's Christine. What? Yeah. Well, uh, clearly they've been listening to this show. So let's Or hanging see out with Joey Diaz. If I can... Uh, That's so fucking awesome, dude. What a Christine great name. on the phone here. Hello. Hello. Christine. Hi, how's it going? How uh, okay. I just wanted to say thank you for joining us today. So... You seem very happy. That's great. Um, how about the condition? Does it persist as far as post-transition? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, to is the it, same degree? It's, no, not to the same degree. Not at all. But that's great, um, right? That it, oh, yeah. Like when you, when you strip the body of testosterone, oh. testosterone is the chemical that causes, that triggers the orgasm. Mm. When you strip that away from somebody... They lose the ability to orgasm. This is it's the same. It's kind of the same thing as chemical castration. Oh. This is why they can't make sex offenders. You strip the testosterone, there's no more sex drive. Wow. Interesting. That's fascinating. So, in in a way, it was kind of a it was kind of a a, a 
a backhanded compliment that my PGA gave me because the PGA D is, was the catalyst that allowed me to accept myself being trans. Sure. Wow. Wow. That's great. That's great. So at, at its peak, what was like the most, I, I was saying, by the way, I don't know if I was saying it wrong. I was like, you're coming all the time. Is that no. wrong? There's, Okay, so let me clarify this because this is one of the biggest misconceptions of my story that's out there. Okay. And that's whether or not I'm jizzing all over the world. Yes, dude, that's all. so important. I was like, uh, when you were, before you transitioned, I was like, this dude's busting nuts all day. Like everything's (laughs) soaked. And that's not true? No. Okay, so let me explain how this worked, okay? Okay. Okay. The first few times it happened, yeah, I ejaculated, okay? Right. But when you have five orgasms in a row, back to back to back to back to back, without a break, it runs out real quick. So you were out of cum, literally. Exactly. Yeah. So then what happened is over time, I was having so many orgasms that my pelvic floor muscles got so tight that they pinched everything inside off. So ah. even if I wanted to ejaculate, I couldn't. So I'm, so so just so you can ex- understand this, this is like the world's worst case of blue balls times a billion. Oh uh, no! So it was actually that's that's what I had to walk around with. Just like an ache, an ache. Every day. Yeah. So that you can never get rid of. Was there? Ugh, oh my god. god. So was there ever? And I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm being honest here. Was there ever? moments of like let's say before it happened you obviously know that we'll we'll just say an orgasm feels good uh Mm -hmm. throughout once you your condition came about did at any time was any of this pleasurable at all to feel at all (laughs) this is i mean this is it's kind of complicated to explain but i'll try my best okay so we all know orgasms feel good yeah mentally sure okay it's it's a release Uh uh-huh but there was a lot of physical pain involved after a while. Mm. Like, like it, when I had those yeah. first five orgasms in the back of that ambulance on the way to the hospital, Jesus Christ. those felt good. Right. I mean, it was just like a normal average orgasm. And the paramedics were like, Jesus, what's going on, man? Are you just... It, the look on their faces was so priceless. Because you're having you know, like, you're like, eyes are rolling back. You're like, uh, like you're, yeah. You're like, are you in pain? Are you in pain? They give me pain medicine in my IV. And I'm like, I'm like, I just had a bunch of orgasms. And they're like, what? The one guy started laughing so hard. I, I, I know I was in shock. And this, I had no just, just so as a reminder for, and for people to know, this was after a back injury. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, okay, so this is another big misconception because Barcroft yeah. didn't ex- let me explain any of this stuff okay. in my story. Okay, so I was getting out of a chair, okay, and I was getting out of it sideways. So my, I was in a recliner. My legs were over the arm of the chair, uh-huh. okay, and I pushed myself up to stand up. Well, my kitchen, as you can see, is right there, and my chair was right here. So I had to turn around 180 degrees to walk to the kitchen. Instead of taking the step, I decided I was just going to spin on my foot. And when I did that, my shoe caught the linoleum and my whole body spun and my back popped. And I spun around in the 360 and fell face first on the floor. (gasps) And immediately my right leg was completely numb. 
I couldn't move it. I couldn't feel it. Nothing. So you had nerve damage like immediately. Yeah. I mean, I have, I, I, I need to go through a five disc fusion in my lower back, but the surgeon said, if I do it, it's pretty much going to cripple me. So try to hold off as long as you can. Uh, and would that you get uh, it done? You're not going to be the same. Would that alleviate your, your dis, you know, disorder the, or the, it might, it might. nobody knows there, you know, as of today, there is no cure for PGAD. How many people have it? Do we know? No, we don't know. And we'll never know because of the reactions the public give us when we step out. How many I mean, publicly have it? Well, let's see. There's myself. There's Amanda Grice. There's Kim Ramsey. Um, there's Kara Anaya Carlisi. And there's another girl. I don't remember her name. She's in England. But so she, she became a porn star or a prostitute, one oh, or the other. Nice. So there's less than 10. Yeah, that went public. And then there's Gretchen, who sadly... Um, Took her own life. Now, unrelated to PGAD, you uh, did you know you wanted to transition always? Well, I mean, it's something I knew since I was a little kid, and there okay. was tons. There were tons of signs people around me missed when I was growing up. Sure, like okay, I'm like six, seven years old. My favorite show on TV is Bosom Buddies. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. My favorite singer. Was I like that um, show too, actually. Oh, Boy George from Culture Club. Me too. Oh, yeah. Shit, like, I'm going to transition. Like, P, you guys laugh at me because I had bangs, okay? Yeah. Do you want to know what those bangs represented to me? <laughs> that was he said because we made fun of his hair. I didn't make fun of his hair. His hair looked great. I said she looked great. No, po- no pre-transition. Oh, oh, did we? Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Well, you Everybody know. Everybody made fun of my hair. The so whole world well. made fun of my hair. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let me tell you, those bangs were like the one thing that was like my grasp towards femininity. Oh, oh yeah. Like, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. That's why I always wore them. Because I always wanted to have that look, but I, I mean, when I'm growing up in the early, late 80s, early mid 90s, you know, nobody ever heard the word transgenderism. Of course. transgender. No, no, no. I mean, our, our sole um, view of a, like a, a, that type of person was the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that guy. And everybody back then was uh, attached to the gender binary. It's like, what the fuck, right? right? There's more than exactly. two. Yeah, I know. So, Back in the day. So Back in I the day. I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know how to deal with all these things that were constantly going through my head, you know, as I'm growing up. So I just, I kind of manned up a little bit extra and kind of just turned the volume up on being a guy and like kind of mm. overdid it. That makes sense. To sell it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I was offered the opportunity to do a presentation at a conference called, it's called the ASECT conference. Mm-hmm. It stands for the American Association of Sexual Educators, Counselors, and Therapists. Yeah. 3,000 of the brightest sexual minds from around the world gather once a Give year me some. to talk about all these things. Well, me and Kim Ramsey, one of the other ladies who came forward publicly with this, uh, were given the opportunity to give this uh, conference a presentation on PGAD. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. It was at that presentation in front of those people on stage behind the microphone where I stopped my presentation mid sentence and came out right there on stage in front of everybody. Oh, wow. It's just something told me that if there was ever any time that was perfect to do this, this is it. That's great. 
And those people at that conference are the ones that set me up with all the people that I needed to have around me to begin my transition. That's great. Let me ask you this. We've been, we've been talking for a bit here, and the natural thing everybody thinks, wants to know when they're dealing with you is, um, you know, orgasms. Yep. So you're no orgasmic sensations during this? Or have you been uh, able to, like, suppress them? Well, I, I mean, I, I, you won't know if I have them. Okay. So I might get, the only way you would know is if I get a little quiet because mm-hmm. they're not – they're nowhere near as intense as they used to be. I mean, they used to make me cry. And this is you. I saw that video where you hit the ground. Yeah. So I mean, that's because those muscles tense up so much. And now, it's like sit up. The lack of testosterone has also dialed back the intensity of them, right? Oh yeah, a lot. Well, that's like, great. I, I can I can drive and they don't like I can drive right through it. Like it doesn't even. Oh, that's fantastic. I used to that's good. People to drive. Like I would have to time out my drive because. Mm. Even though they they keep using the word random, yeah. they weren't really random. Okay, they came in clusters. Uh-huh. Okay, like I like eight, nine, ten, twelve orgasms in a row, and then I'd get like a two, three, four hour break, and they would happen again. Jesus, it was like my body had this repetitive buildup and release of energy. Were you during over, this over, whole over. period of time able to have sex at all, or that just went out no. the window? No, no, no. way, right? Well, I, just, no, I, I didn't know. I'm asking. I haven't had sex in six years. Yeah, I wouldn't wow. either at that point. Wow. That's too much. Wow. I mean, are you are you looking forward to doing it again? Someday. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I, I'm so, it's been so long I forgot. Like, I, I don't know if it's like riding a bicycle because I've never had a gap in my life that's been this long. And why not hardcore solo videos, you know? You know what? I'll tell you this. I won't drop the name of the company, but I was offered a multi-million dollar, uh, two-year, a two-year multi-million dollar porn contract. Hello, hello. This is in the world. Wow. And I had bounce. I couldn't have sex. They what? I couldn't have sex. There was no finish. Oh. I couldn't evacuate. So there was. Oh. The day my story broke, they were on my phone. Wow. Why not get a stunt cock to come in and finish finish the shot? That's true. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. Okay. How big do you think my story was? How what? How big do you think my story was? The original story? Yeah. Hard for me to gauge because, you know, we you get so wrapped into your own world that, like, it dominated our show. I'm talking about when it originally came out. Yeah. What is it, six years ago or something, whatever it is? Or okay. 2014. Whenever we first did it, it was like dominant for us, but I had no grasp on the reach of the story. Do you want to know what the reach of the story was? Sure. It's been seen by over a billion people. And when the story first came out, three days after it came out, my phone rang and I answered it. And it was a gentleman who claimed to be the vice president of BuzzFeed. Okay. Yeah. He then went on to congratulate me because my story was the first story in the history of their website to trend number one worldwide three days in a row. That's wild. That's, That's crazy. how big this. Like I've found articles as far away as Zimbabwe, and I'm Jeez. pretty sure if there's an article written about me in in Zimbabwe, yeah. there's been an article written about me in every probably man. In the world. Yeah. Everybody's like, look how. 
much cum. So much cum. Like, yeah. My agent truly believes it's one of the most viral stories ever. I believe it too. I, I didn't know too. that. Data. It's stuck with us for years. Christine, does your cold heart want to ask any question before <laughs> uh, uh, we wrap this up? I don't know. Well, I don't know. What do you like most about being a lady now? There you go. Mm, wow. That's, um, I have to say the attention. Really? Uh, oh, my Lord. Girl, I'm telling you, I have like half the Middle East blocked on Facebook. <laughs> like, I'm my my block list is over 2,000 people, and I'm not quite sure why I'm so popular in the Middle East and with Middle Eastern men. But holy cow, they're very adamant <laughs> with what they want too. Well, they like blondes. But I gotta say, it's the attention I get. I never got comments on my looks as a guy. Yeah, and now I have people telling me I'm beautiful 500 times a day. Like, yeah, that's I, great. I will say that you are gorgeous. You look flawless, and that's really hard because we—I mean, I can't imagine how yeah. hard it's got to be to transition. But you look so great, and I'm so happy yeah. for you that that you're happy now. Christina has told me many times that she thinks I would transition horribly, and that I'd oh my god, you'd be the worst women you know, ever. You know, if you had a picture of yourself without a beard, I would show you what you'd look like. Uh, <laughs> you get me a picture of you without a beard, and I'll show you what you look like as a girl. All right, I will. Oh, I will. Twitter I will send you. Please, Christine. I'll send you I do have a question for you because we were watching a yes. show about men transitioning, and yes. how did you? Because your makeup looks impeccable, your hair looks fantastic. You did it right. So, what's your secret to yeah, doing of, it right? Some of the some of the guys don't know how transition. We were like. Whoa. They didn't go to the right place. I mean, I know some you can't help what our natural genetic makeup is, but they yeah, some of the approach was it was too intense. Like some too of them went, draggy like, or, went real too drag. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it just looked like drag. Yeah. And then some just look like offensive linemen for the Packers. Uh, you know, in, ah, in uh, of course, in, <laughs> in wigs, and you're just like, no, nah, like some people like really transition well. Do you think you just lucked out, or is it like well, meticulous? Well, I think it, it came very natural to me. Like my this face right here, mm -hmm. I've had no facial surgery. Really, you're so all. lucky. No. Yeah, see, that's the luck yeah, part, though. That's but good. I need to. I got to get this crooked ass nose fix. No, no you don't. you're it's perfect. So crooked. No, you no, don't. no, you don't. And I got to get this Jay Leno chin trimmed on. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You look great. Look, well, we we were really looking forward to this. We uh, have to uh, get back to the show. We have some important burp clips to play. Yep. But we... Um, mention one thing. Yeah. Okay. I just want everyone out there to know that the five years since this has started, I've been writing a book. I've been writing my life story. Okay. And I, I got it finished on, in April, and I published it on Amazon. And if you, anybody wants to check out my story, uh, you can look it up under my name, Christine Hazel Decker. It comes up on Google. It's the first thing that has me listed as an author and all kinds of stuff on Google now. Um, but check it out. Like, and it's called, it's called Stripped? Stripped when dignity disappears, a life bared by PGAD and transgenderism. All right, well, there you go. So, find this book on Amazon. Find, find this book, find this book, and uh, I thank you again. It really is a thrill, um, to talk to you, and I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you so much, Tom. I hope we get to chat again sometime. I hope so. I hope so. Take care, have a good one. Have a great show. Thanks okay. for having me. Bye bye. 
All right. Wow, we did um, it. Oh, she really looks good. She does look good. I have to say, and I, I mean, yeah, of all the people we've seen transition on the TV shows we watch and stuff, she's yeah, like she did the great. best one. Yeah, she really did a great job. <sighs> That's awesome. Um, God, I love that she was like, it's something that Christina said that really hurt me. I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe so. You know, happy. I got I to tell you, I, I do think I, I get to fly under the radar because I'm just a lady. Yeah. And people, I got to say crazy shit. Crazy shit. You and do. I get away with so, I do, I do because I'm a girl. I'm telling you. You'll see on my new special, The Degenerates, coming out October 30th. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can say crazy because I'm a blonde girl. I it's, know. it's the best part about being a lady and, and not being in an equal society is that I get underestimated constantly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, the bar is so low for me. <laughs> it's really great. It's a great advantage. Um, I don't want equality. I want to keep flying under the radar. <laughs> you remember this guy? Of course. Good morning, Julia. Good morning, Joe. Julia. Just wanted to say hi. Wish you a great day. Hi, sweetie. Oh, my God. It's so weird, right? Um, <laughs> somebody He's messaged us. just looking us. for love. They were listening to that podcast with the Good Morning Julia video <laughs> and the, the bitch and goatee feller. Uh, my, friend's little, my friend's little sister is friends with Julia. Uh-oh. This, was sent, this video was sent to Julia uh, or to her after Julia got it. Miss Julia is an 18-year-old University of Iowa girl Ooh. in this borderline 40-year-old townie. Uh, she goes, us girls word. watched it every morning for a good two months <laughs> and still greet each other with, good morning, Julia. <laughs> good morning, Julia. You have to say it with his... Good classic. morning, Julia. Hello, good, gorgeous. Good morning, Julia. Poor dude. At least he can make I a mean crown molding. Anyway, <laughs> Bird is fat. Christina's the water champ. Claire. <laughs> Thank you, Claire. That's really fucking... Uh, I do all this crown molding right here. That's a, that, that that was my favorite part of that video is he was like, see this house? I built all of this. Look at everything around me. <laughs> I loved it. All with my hands plumbing, uh, the windows, the fans. But to, but that is alluring. I no, feel it like is. that's it's pretty a, rad, dude. It is rad if you go to someone's house and it kind of <laughs> comes up. But like just to, to open a video the next morning of meeting someone, like I built this house. But you don't think Julia appreciates that they'll never no. have to hire contractors to do this kind of work? Maybe if Julia liked him to begin with, I don't think it's a cool <laughs> thing to bombard I could her. redo your bathroom, Julia. Man, no, it's 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 the height of cringe is that guy's video. It's tough to watch. I mean, I empathize because I know we've all done something yeah. this far. Not girls, that, that's boys. But that is like, yeah, every guy has been like, Oh, fuck, what did I just say? <laughs> but that degree is way crazy. I don't know. I've done something. But you know what? I feel like my cringiest um, stuff like that to a woman is like as a teenager. It's like something you yeah. look back on and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, but I was 14. Maybe he really was taken with Julia, though. No, he definitely like was he, taken with Julia. I don't know. I, he was just taken. Have, have you not been swept away by love? Like with me, every morning you probably wake up and you're like, I'm so in love, I'm so in love. And then you go to your shrink and you're like, I'm so in love. How do I, how do I stop being so in love with my wife? What? What do you say? Nothing. You know, people were, um, we got a message that somebody's just astounded mm. by your hypocrisy. Oh. Wants to know, well, just wants to know what happened. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> this, this is not uh, a good day for me so far <laughs> This listener said God. I was listening back to episode 185 When something stunned me Okay The water champ Tom Was mm. talking about T.I. and Jeezy's net worth 
when all of a sudden the lying champ, Christina, said this, <laughs> Tom, I would hide your guns. I would hide your drugs. Oh. I would lie to the law for you. Needless to say, I am floored. How can four <laughs> years turn you, Christina, from a true FGT, RTD, to the low and loose narc you are today? <laughs> what changed, Tina? Piss on me. Beat me. Hoe me on out. Simon. Okay. Simon. Tom, I would hide your guns. I would hide your drugs. Thank you. I would lie to the law for you. Just see. So Damn. You know. When was that? 2014? Mm. Do you have the date on there? It just says when I'll, I don't I'll know. I'll tell you exactly, Simon, what changed. Uh, it's called Julian and Ellis Segura. These are the two children that my husband and I uh, have made together. And when you have children to protect, you think differently about stuff like that. Yeah, you think, well, I need to keep their father in their lives and not, nope, not when, serve in 40 nope, years. Not when their father is a sociopath uh, who kills a barista because his order got... His order was made incorrectly. You're such a POS. You're such a POS. Now, would I help you hide guns? Yeah, I still would. I'm just talking about... I, listen, there's a lot of crimes I would stand by you. I, a lot of crimes... Why can't I talk today? I'm so so frustrated. Uh, there's so many things that, yeah, I stand by you for, with. Mm-hmm. But first degree premeditation, murder, when it's something so arbitrary, because it means you've snapped, dude. If you've snapped, it means you're going to snap at home eventually. It means something's wrong with you. you guys screw loose. Can't have that around my babies. So, um, anyways, there's your, uh, the disappointment champ, Christina, is commenting on um, what a uh, disappointment she is to all What of about us. this? Listen to me, Yana. What if I do help you? And I had, I had brunch with my friend Rena, and we were, we were discussing this because she has two sons as well. Mm-hmm. And she brought up a really good point because she's listening to our debate. She says, if I help you, let's say I help you bury the body in a first degree murder thing, then they find out that I was an accessory to this stuff. Yeah, that's true. We got to do a good job. And then we both go to prison. They got, we got to do a good job. I mean, they find out. Why are they finding out? They're finding out because they're finding out. I don't know how they found out the neighbor saw us. So now I go to prison too. You want both of us to go away? Who's going to raise the kids? Okay. Um, oh, that's such a good point. And you're just... You, you, no, you, I just you, feel you, like, you know, uh, it's... I just, I didn't know who I married either. So, um, Tom and Christina, we've been watching the podcast at work and love it. I decided to get a tribute. Okay. And Garrett tattooed this on me in our downtime from all of us at Trinity Art Collective in Tucson, Arizona. Can I stop reading fan mail from now on? Piss on me, beat me, give it a try. Andy Pratt, Garrett, Ayoko, Kevin Patrick, Jake Kloos, Tony Standard, Erica Joe. Check this shit out. Out. Look what's getting tattooed on this person. Well, I feel as I've experienced the same. FGT RTD. And you want to see the final product? It's Steven Seagal as a seagull with FGT RTD. Oh my gosh, that's the best thing I've ever seen. Unbelievable. Aside from this cute little dog with a tattoo over his eye. Oh, I love that. For girls that ride till death. <laughs> and a very adorable Steven Seagal tattoo. No, that is amazing. It's first good tongue replaces that dick. Well, it depends who you are, but that's true. It also means that. Um, that's amazing. 
They're amazed. tight. Wow. Your jeans are so high. So tight. FGT. We'd love to piss on you and beat you if we ever come to Tucson. I was in Tucson last year. Uh, I very much enjoyed Tuxin. it. Tucson. It's pronounced Tucson, isn't it? Uh, but you also have a super fan <laughs> who was so inspired that they uh, wrote to us, uh, Mommies, I recently visited Cincinnati. From the moment I stepped off the plane, there was a stench of yeah. dirty, wet cum farts soiling the sweet northern Kentucky air. I knew from the moment I arrived it had to be either open defecation yep. or the <laughs> sultry remains of what's left of Christine's butthole. Yep. I hopped into my rental car and made my way to the Renaissance <gasps> Hotel in downtown Cincinnati for further examination. <laughs> Upon arrival, I walked down the sixth floor hallway and to my surprise at the base of room 618 stood the originating smell that left me gasping for my very life. I have attached the video evidence and a wow. few small photos for proof of my fateful visit. Love, Aaron, here you go. Guys, I'm just at the uh, Cincinnati <laughs> Renaissance Hotel. I'm walking down this hallway and I smell something kind of gross. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. It yeah. could be... Uh, I remember this. There it is. There it is. Could it be the Cincinnati fart? <laughs> <laughs> Smells like Casey's butthole. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Now, for those of you who don't know the history of the Cincinnati fart, uh, it was when I was pregnant with our first son, Ellis, and we were in uh, Cincinnati for a wedding, right. and I'd eaten on the boat buffet. The boat buffet, the rehearsal dinner. Correct. And I remember that day I had mixed to... Bread rolls with butter. I had some meats. I had some. It's pretty rich. Pasta. Yeah. I had some fruits. And well, it I, wasn't paleo. It was not. This is before we were eating like that. And mm-hmm. in the hotel room of the Renaissance 618, I had the longest, loudest fart of my life. It was pretty outrageous. Ugh. I was there. I witnessed it. I heard it. I smelled it. It has since affected me. Emotionally, I've gone to yeah. therapy about it. Yeah, um, it affected my sleep, uh, the way that I trust women. Right, it's uh, it's really made quite an impact and well, it, for, for everybody. I think we all we've all felt the impact of the Cincinnati. I fault. know that the uh, Renaissance Hotel chain was uh, impacted by they, it as well. Well, the mommies bombarded them with uh, yeah. calls and there's <laughs> new locations don't even have a room six one eight. They said it's just <laughs> cannot be duplicated. So yeah, I, I don't know if if my fart smelled like cum though. That one. A little. Were we butt fucking when I was uh, six months pregnant with Alice? Were we? I don't think so, but we can look into that. I mean, we never butt fuck. That's not our thing, guys. No. Okay. No. Here we go. <laughs> can I get into this after that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Scentbird, a luxury perfume subscription service. I tell you, I love this Scentbird. I uh, I tried it out myself. And what you do is you you choose your new scent every month, and they have over five hundred designer brands. I'm talking Prada, Gucci, Gucci. Prada, Kate Spade, Nest, and more for just $14.95. You get this uh, sleek travel spray, which gives you 130 sprays and lasts for 30 days or more. It's so great because, uh, listen, $14.95 and you're getting Prada. You're getting the Gucci's. You're getting all these designer smells. And it comes in a very sleek, fancy as hell. It comes in like a sleek, nice bottle. 
spray bottle. You can travel with it. You can put it in your purse, which is what I do. I like so, nice smells. I love smelling nice. You know, uh, Coco Chanel, I'm a huge fan of her. And she said that a fragrance is the most important thing on a woman before she leaves the house. Really? Yes. You I must kinda, smell nice. You actually really, really note nice smelling people. Of course. Right? Like it, it, you go like, hmm. I of course. To, I'd like to smell you more. Of course. So I, uh, I personally, I do love the Gucci Gucci. That's one of my smells. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chanel, love that. Um, by the Gucci Eck, Gucci, not the swap meat. Okay. What's great about Scentbird, which I like, is that, it, you know, you buy a huge bottle of a fragrance and maybe you don't use it. It just sits on the shelf for years and years and years and years. So this way you get to try new scents without being married to one forever or, yeah. or investing hundreds of dollars. I mean, these cost hundreds of dollars. Why not get it on Scentbird? You get a, a nice size amount, 130 sprays, last for 30 days, try it out and, f- and uh, you know, smell like a multimillionaire. So that's why I always use Scentbird.com. You can visit Scentbird.com slash mom and pick your first perfume today. Use our code mom for 50% off. Pick your first perfume for just $7.50 with free shipping. Isn't that wild? Amaze. Try it out. Try it out. Scentbird. That's S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com slash mom. Use our code mom for 50% off your first month. Data perfume before you have to commit to it per- forever. That's the truth, man. You don't want to buy some big thing of expensive perfume and your girl doesn't like it. No. Try, try Scent Bird. Scent try Bird. Thank you. it out. Draw it out. There's a lot going on at this Somerville home. There are two adults, three kids, more than 60 animals, including some fish, and a whole bunch of moose turds. Mary Winchenbatch runs Turdy Works. It's art made from the stuff that moose leave behind. Everyone takes a crap. Everyone goes to the bathroom, so everyone can relate to that. And every, the terms that I use to name these products are everyday terms that, you know, people are used to hearing and stuff. So we just kind of, you just try to, you know, combine the two to, to come up with something halfway decent that's funny, you know. She seems neat. One, one man's moose turd is another man's art. For example, the first thing that we make now, instead of a cuckoo clock, see, this is a poopoo clock. And what we did see is we took them turds and we crammed them in between the number there, so that's one thirty, two thirty, three thirty. <laughs> that's just one of many products Come she on. offers. Now, over here, we make fecal people. And depending upon the shape of them middle turds right there, we can do them with big boobs or guts or butts or long legs or short legs, see, because there's no two turds that are ever alike. You ever seen a turd, the two turds alike? No. <laughs> can I tell you something? You love her? If I know America, yeah. I know that our country will love something like this. I think they already do. Can I tell you? I kind of want... One of those turds? The two, the two turdy clock. There's more. Oh. Mary says half the battle is getting her product, but to do that, <laughs> she doesn't have to travel far. The turds are all local. We just go out and track the moose, and, and wherever the moose are, they're going to take a crap. Sure. And I, I have found that when a moose takes a dump, mm-hmm. you walk about 50 yards in any direction, and they take another dump. <laughs> sure. <laughs> ah, that's true, Mary. They well, she's been dumps. studying this for a long time. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I like her product. But I think the product is solid. It's great. But how do you devote your life to moose turd? That's got to be something else, you know? Yeah. That's just got to. And how does it, it doesn't smell, I'm assuming, by the time it's on the clock or something? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's dried out. It's still part of me just goes, oh, there's just there's pieces of shit all over that. You right, know? but that's the fun, Tom. That's I don't the know novelty. If that's, the fun. that's the novelty. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like it on video. 
<laughs> I don't know if I need it. You know? But imagine... simple and efficient oh. business model. And when a moose takes a dump, they'll crap out between two and 400 turds every time they, they take a crap. So oh. it's like I, I get five bucks a turd for these things. So I get jumping right up and down. I get excited when I see a turd. <laughs> I get excited when I see a turd. It's pay dirt. Hey, can I, can I tell you why people get this? Mm. Because it's the fun and the novelty of being like, see that clock over there? You oh. like it? Oh, I get it. No, I get that. It's yeah. a moose turd, dude. Since going viral, she doesn't know what her next local stop will be, but she's Holy upping shit. her game with a new Turdy Works Facebook page Dirty to pedal for poop. Get on there, and that's all my turds are on that on that page right there with the prices, and click on them, and then get to me and let me know what you need for turds, and I ship <laughs> it everywhere. Brian Sullivan, WABI TV 5 News. Is this real? This is real, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I love her. Yeah, no, she's great. Dude, she's my soulmate, this broad. Yeah, she's great, man. I ship it everywhere. Yeah. Turds are all local. I love that. The turds are all local. Organic. Yeah. She, she just gets has, excited. She just, she gets, she gets fucking juiced when she sees a moose shit. Yeah. That's so funny. Everyone takes a crap. <laughs> <laughs> when a moose takes a dump. You know what I like too is she says that they're all personalized. Like every poop is different. Yeah. She, and there's no two the same. Yeah. She's like, have you ever seen two of the same? No. Like snowflakes. And then that's you make, really what they I are. get excited when I see a turd. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That has to be one of the top 10 weirdest shit. That That's definitely one of the weirdest clips I've seen on this show. It's pretty great. And I, that's a genuine weird. Yeah. That's good. It's it's really good. What is a face part? It's a how do you... What is a face part? You know what I like too? Uh, oh, old school. Try it. It's a try it. It's a try Equine diarrhea. That was yeah, one of my favorite clips that was too. Great. It's pretty funny. Anything yeah. about animal poop, I really like that. Equine diarrhea. <laughs> Equine diarrhea. That was also... Equine diarrhea. Didn't I make an equine diarrhea song for you? <laughs> I don't remember. I did. I did. <laughs> I don't know. Back in the day, I did. Um, it was just... I just basically kept dropping that into... Equine diarrhea. Yeah. Well, our 10th wedding anniversary is coming up if you wanted to make some... If you want to buy me a moose poop uh, collage or whatever she's making. No, I don't. Wind chimes? No. No, I don't want to do that. Moose poop wind chimes. You want that? Yeah. No, I don't want our kid touching it. Then your fucking two-year-old's going to put it in his mouth and stuff. Of course. Like, yeah, I ate this uh, yeah. clock today. No, you don't want that stuff, bro. What's on the clock? Uh, just a bunch of moose shit. <laughs> you guys cool with me doing that? Uh, no. It's nasty. Are you excited for the holidays? I am. Yeah, what are you excited about? Well, I already decorated our house for Hollow Jeans. Yes, yeah, I went to scary. Michael's Arts and Crafts with a kid. Oh, I'm so excited. I love it all, dude. I know you do. Now you're in Sober October. You're not even going to talk about that yeah, shit? Yeah, I did... Um, oh, these glasses are hurting now. I did Rogaine's podcast yesterday Yeah, with Bart. and um, fat, How fat is he now? What is his weight like? He's super fat. He's almost 250. No, how fat was he when you started your guys' your weight loss challenge last time? He last time he said he started at two fifty something. Oh, so he's in the range that he was before we even did the weight loss. Yeah, he's wow. almost that big. And I also, I mean, I would believe he, he says two, almost two fifty. I'm sure he's more than two. He always kind of right fudges. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just peed a little. Um, but it's fun. Yeah. So this time we're doing sober. You know, the sobriety part is not 
hard. Not for you. For me. Um, so I, I, I'm not worried about that at all. But I don't know. The, the thing we're doing this time, instead of the 15, 90-minute hot yoga classes, we got these uh, heart monitors, and they give you points based mm-hmm. on your effort. So we're, we're shooting for highest point total. That's cool. So explain how that works. It, it calculates points dependent on your effort, meaning like how fast your heart, heart rate. beats. Yeah, okay. heart rate. Now you have a, the heart rate of, of a serial killer slash sociopath. So does that give you some kind of advantage or disadvantage? No, because um, <laughs> what ends up happening is as soon as it determines your max heart rate, it gives you know you first plug in your age and it determines it based on the formula, but then when you work out a few times, it figures out what your peak is. Gotcha. And then it's really giving you points just based on your effort with relation to the percentage of your max heart rate. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it kind of gauges it first as a baseline. It'll adjust it. based on what it gets up to. Cool. But basically, you know, the person that can actually earn the most points. Isn't like Joe's probably uh, not probably is the best conditioned athlete among us. Oh my god, yeah. But that doesn't mean that he will actually earn the most points because actually he probably recovers better than anybody. Yeah. Meaning that he'll get less points once his heart is in the recovery mode, right? Once ah. it's actually lower. So actually, Fat Bert can get uh, a lot of points because his heart will be so stressed because he's so out of shape that it'll spike a lot more. And you get more points when it's at the accelerator. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, I do wish we could have a camera. Oh, no. You guys proposed this. Was it, the, was it called a scram bracelet? Oh, yeah. Last year. Yeah. I thought that was really funny I to know. put a bracelet on Bert to monitor him. Basically, what that does is tell He's, you if he drinks alcohol, right? Even a drop. It sends a <laughs> signal to us. It'll give us email notifications. <laughs> now, that made me really laugh. So I'm a little bummed that we, we can't do... We should do scram bracelets on all of you just I, to make it fair. They're pretty expensive. Oh, are they? Yeah. How much are they? I forget, but they're pretty expensive. Can no one donate them? Are you, are you a listener that can donate a scram bracelet? He's so great. <laughs> that would make me laugh so fucking hard, dude. So um, last week we proposed this. Hold on. I got to show these guys. The preposition? Um, the prep, preposition? Yeah. I, Why can't I talk today? I'm sure. I'm, I'm, oh, I know. It's I haven't slept in three years. That's maybe why I haven't slept through the night. That's it. That's it. No, I literally have not slept through the night in a year since I got pregnant with a second baby. <clears throat> it's fun. Yeah, I'm on um, another planet. Can I have a sip of your coffee, G? Yeah, sure. It's cold now. Ah, farts. Is it noon already? No. Um. So. Last week, we talked about the psychopath test. Yeah. And I can run through some of these questions with you. I, may I do the asking? Um, okay. Well, I feel like you're going to pick the ones that are best suited to your needs, not the objective needs. No, you, you, you don't pick... Uh, well, we're not going to do all of them right now is what I'm saying. So you're going to... Pick, you're going to cherry pick right now as we're doing this segment. No, no. Let's just run through a couple of them and I can start scoring. Sure, go ahead. Okay. Uh, success is based on survival of the fittest. I am not concerned about the losers. For you, that's... Uh, what, what, how are we doing this? On a one to ten? One or? to five. Five is I very much agree. Well, one is not a That's a seven all. for you. Okay. All right. That seems 
Wait, are we going to take this test independently? And then let's do the first five questions. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll do more. Okay, later. go ahead. Okay, are you answering as well? Yeah. Okay, I find myself in, in the same kinds of trouble time after time. That's I mean, a is, no. isn't that everybody? Oh. What kind of trouble am I in? I'm not in any trouble. That's true. I don't, I don't get into trouble either. No, that's not a match, babe. Okay, go ahead. For me, what's right is whatever I can get away with. That's definitely more of a you than a me, just so you know. No, I'm, that's, a, that's a 10 for me. Yeah, you need to go ahead and No, honest. I know that. But that's my immigrant mentality. That's not a sociopath mentality. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I am often bored. Mm, I mean, I have small children. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm often bored. Oh. No, neither do I. No, no, answer your question honestly. Bored... You, there's there's a scale, so you can be like you can somewhat agree with it. You can, it's one two three four five. So one two five, moderate match is a three. Oh yeah, okay, go yeah. ahead. Number five. Okay. Okay, give me the last question. Okay, number five is in today's world, I feel justified in doing anything I can to get away, to get away with to succeed. Hmm. Mm, hmm. I mean, uh, here, the thing is with that question, it's like anything I can't, I mean, you're, a, we're, we're self, self starters in a way, you know, showbiz people. Yeah. Not anything, not there's, anything illegal. Is that, I think that's what they're. There's a sliding scale though. So, you know, you, you, you I mean, say it how, however much okay, you feel all right. it. Okay. Let's start. So number one, what did you get? Read the question again and tell me what you got. So number one. Success is based on survival of the fittest. I am not concerned about the losers. I gave myself a high match for that. A five. Are you being serious? Yeah. You're not concerned about the losers. Correct. Meaning by any means necessary, I believe is what that translates to. It says success is based on survival of the fittest. Mm-hmm. Like, so there's winners right. and there's losers. Right. And I like to surround myself with winners Mm-hmm. And I believe in associating with winners. Right. And I'm not concerned with like bottom feeders and pieces of shit. I'm sorry. Read the question in, again in, in its entirety, not with your additional commentary. Success is based on survival of the fittest. I am not concerned about the losers. Right. So you're one of those people that would say like, I don't care about welfare people. I don't care about the homeless. We don't, society doesn't say need that. to care about. Well, that's an interpretation of that. Sure. I didn't interpret it that way. Well, why do you interpret it as? I interpret it as like in my field that I work in, mm-hmm. there's, you know, to, in order to succeed, there's a certain mentality you have to have. And there's, there's people that will bring you down. Those are losers. I agree with that. So I ignore losers. So, but you're so a five I, on that. But I'm associating it with my interpretation of that. Sure. I think you're interpreting that to be kinder than it's meant to be interpreted. I, I say that, I see that as like by any means necessary. Like well, that might, losers, you losers, might be right. Losers, I'm doing my thing. You might be right. But I'm just saying that maybe I interpreted it wrong, but I'm just I, I, you. I got a two. I'm, I'm just going to tell you. I'm at a two because I, I think that losers should be, you should be sympathetic to losers. Maybe, I don't, I don't think you should do it. You should succeed at the cost of others. I don't know that it says that though. Okay. I'm not concerned. Let's about go to the number two. I, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not concerned about the losers. And it's calling them losers. Right. I don't call them losers. But I'm saying that's how this, that's the statement. Sure. You call people losers in your head is what no, you're no. saying. No, no. It says losers. Right. And you, you strongly agree with losers. No. I'm saying that if someone is a loser, right. like which is how this is describing a person, I am not concerned with them because okay. they're a fucking loser. Gotcha. Next question. I find myself in the same kinds of trouble time after time. That is a definitely... We don't get into trouble. That's what I'm saying. I'm at a one. Yeah, I don't don't do trouble. Um, For me, what's right is right, whatever I can get away with. No. Yeah. I I strongly agree with that. Yeah, that's that's totally your mentality. Yeah, I'm a five. Okay. Totally psychotic. I am often bored. No. Yep. Oh. Okay. Well, number three. I'm restless, but that's always how I've... I think what it is is I'm in, I get I get bored. Yeah, I need to be intellectually stimulated. Um, but I see that as a sign of intelligence, right? Am I, I you know? Um, on the fifth one, in today's world, I feel justified in doing anything I can to get away with to succeed. No, no, but no. I think there's some, you know, there's a dialed down moderate. Like you do allow yourself. I'm saying little things that aren't uh, egregious or truly like... You cut a little corners here and there. So I I identify with that a little bit, but I don't don't agree with um, doing things to hurt people. No, but I'd say that I cut corners more than you do. do, I'm I'm shadier in some regards with stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, this is an extensive. That's just the first five questions. First five, yeah. There's more. We should be taking these independently and, you know, having them evaluated. Okay. And then we get it. You get a score total, and then we'll see what that means. You know what? I I think that you know I don't think that your your sociopathy, your no neuropathy problems. Mm-hmm. I think it's more about your rage. I I, I see you one day acting out of rage. Hmm. And, and being impulsive with your anger. Really? More than this kind of stuff. Like, I don't give a shit about other people. I'll do what I want. Yeah, I, I don't really feel like that. I really, I mean, that question, I feel like maybe I misinterpreted it, but I thought it's trying to tell you, mm-hmm. like, what do you think about someone who they're calling a loser? Right, see, but people like me read that, and I don't think of people as winners or losers. So you'd have to agree with them to use the language there that there are winners and there are losers in the world. Well, I feel like the statement is saying, like, See, the way I, I basically, to, to further interpret that, is like, hey, there's, there's uh, negative people. Right. That's what I'm saying. You're, you're, you're interpreting it, I think, in like the Tony Robbins sense. Yeah. I think they're interpreting it as like a callous way of referring to somebody. Who's just... You fucking loser. Oh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, mm. I agree to you, like, like the way my dad would be like, you hang out with these fucking losers, man. Yeah. Meaning like people that don't have their shit together. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I think they mean like that's what the sociopath calls people that they don't think are worthy of being considered human. They're oh. fucking loser. Like they're losers in the world. Oh, I wish I could get some clarity on that. Yeah, these tests are kind of, I don't know. Um, You're definitely something wrong, but. Definitely something wrong. I'm glad you see a therapist at least weekly. That's really important. Okay. Um, let's, uh, let's take a break. Okay. And uh, we'll have a guest with us here soon. Should be a lot of fun. We haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. And uh, that'll be that. All right. We'll we'll, uh, take a break that you'll know nothing about. Yep. All right. We are back from our break that you didn't hear. um, And we are joined (laughs) 
by a friend of ours, a comedian, <laughs> uh, an alum of Trash Ass Miami. Ooh, ooh. We are here. It's Rivalry Week. Uh, Christina doesn't know this. No, but no idea what you're talking this about. This week, Florida State and University of Miami are playing, and it's a big deal. Um, I have a feeling my guess is that the underperforming and unranked Seminoles will defeat the uh, overrated Miami Hurricanes oh and that our guest, Finesse Mitchell, on Saturday will end up being a... Crime, motherfucker! And that is how it'll go. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I guess I'm allowed to talk now. Uh, yes, yes. Thank you for oh, joining us. Oh, absolutely. Uh, thank you guys for having me. Uh, so let me start off. South African Comedy Festival alum. Yep. Yep. yep absolutely. That's Nando's. Nando's. Nando's chicken. <laughs> that's right. It's good Sponsored chicken. by. It's pretty good chicken. <gasps> pretty good chicken. Yeah. I still remember. That's it. that's their slogan. It's pretty good. chicken. Is that right? No. no oh, <laughs> I know. Great I remember. It, it had peri peri sauce or some. That's shit, right. right? They, that was just saw big... Ian Bag last night. Oh, you did you did. last night? Yeah. Where at? Sunday, one of the clubs? No. Sun. What's what's today? Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Saturday. Yeah, Saturday got, night. You got a new baby brain right now. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. got the same what brain we do. I know. Well, I, your wife and I had babies run right same time. Was July twentieth, and when was your baby born? I was born? July second. See, yeah, it's pretty close. I think. Where'd you I see uh, Ian? What, which club? <laughs> I know. Uh, we did uh, something for John Stites, uh, the American Legion up on Highland. Uh, the vets have a new theater. Okay. Uh, so we went in there. It was super great. The theater is super dope. You can shoot a special in this theater. And um, that That's was like very, Hollywood Highland area? Yeah, Hollywood Highland. And it's off to the left when you're coming down. You won't even pay attention to it if you knew it was over there. You know, you just drive right by it. But it's a huge building. And in the back of it, it's, it has to be like an 800, 900-seat theater. It's beautiful. Jeez. Yeah, it's beautiful. So uh, we went in there, killed it, and he was just like, <laughs> you know how Ian is. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. You know, all that type of stuff. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But yeah, man. But back to uh, your intro. Yeah. Uh, I disagree with everything you said. Okay. I want to shout out the 305 boys, uh, 954 boys. Uh, uh, seventh uh, floor crew. Seven who? Seventh floor crew boys. <laughs> I guess. If that's Miami or South Florida, yes, all Isn't them. Isn't that the seventh floor crew? They put out that. that the seventh floor crew. Wasn't that it? Uh, Isn't that what it was called? I think I know what you're Let talking about. Let me see. About. Hold on. Seventh. Floor crew. Hey, you guys are really while you, yeah, about while you find that, yeah. I just want to say, uh, uh, like I said, shout out to all the canes. And uh, to, you know, Good. is that it? Yeah. This is marvelous. This song. What did I say? The players put this, this out. This I know the song. You do? Not meant to disrespect any women. If that girl. bitch only knew. Uh, yeah. What? You remember it? All right, bring the track. She got yeah. nutted. I remember this song. It's a good one. Oh. <laughs> 305. You love it, Finesse? Uh, what? Only knew. All right. That she was getting fucked on the set having flow. Hey. There you go. Hey. Is that the Miami boys? Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. What term did he say? Mudded? Yeah. Mudded. <laughs> Yeah. Muddied? What That's, that uh, this is uh, this is from the uh, Greg Olson, John Beeson, Darnell Jenkins days. So I oh, guess okay. that's like that's early two thousands, right? Jesus. Yeah. You love this song. You play this for me all the time. Marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> what you do? Y'all had y'all conceived to this song right here. If you only knew that your hole was getting dug up by the whole seven floor crew, tell me what would you do? Would you cry? Miami don't even have no seven floor. We don't have no dorms that high. So what are they talking about? Maybe maybe they they moved into some building together. I guess. 
did he start off by saying we don't mean to disrespect nobody, yeah, yeah. no that's, women. That's right. <laughs> Very perceptive. Because we, because we alumni, because we educated down there, man. We, you know, we're we, not we going to disrespect anything. Your bitch is getting muddied, muddied. by the whole crew. Muddied. <laughs> muddied. Good Lord. Why nobody want to go after John more? Beeson? No. Greg Olson better go first. <laughs> Wait, Finesse, did you grow up in Miami? No, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, okay, um, that's right. And I had the choice to walk on at any college. But I chose Miami. Uh, I was really looking at Clemson or Duke. And after interviewing with Duke and Clemson, just on the educational side, I was just like... Wasn't uh, because it was going to be too demanding? Well, you know, the thing was is that... People don't know, by the way. mm -hmm. People don't know that academically... Miami's because I was just private school. Yeah, they like they just associate the football team. They don't know anything about the school, but it's a top tier university. Small school. We probably have maybe seven thousand, eight thousand students. You know what I mean? Oh my god, it's tiny. It's it's tiny school, but the you know the school and the brand of the team and the logo and just the winning and just whooping Florida State ass year (laughs) after year after year and right, 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 left and all this nonsense. Yeah, you know. Um, and then the NCA came in and just said, you know what? This is ridiculous. We're just going to slap sanctions on you for no damn reason. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And, they didn't and do anything. We didn't do shit. <laughs> we didn't do shit that nobody else was doing. And basically killed scholarships and was like, you can have 20 scholarships a year. <laughs> what? For like five years. And so yeah. it just killed a program. And so they've been clawing their way back. But uh, Do you no, think they're back? Do you think they're back now? I think they're, I think they're close. They're close. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think uh, you know, I'm, I'm a... F- Mark Rick is our new coach, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and he was a great recruiter at Georgia, and now, you know, he's... He was the perennial 10-win yeah, season that's guy. that's that dude, man. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. But what, the big games, is just like, you know, I wouldn't have called that play. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So he's that guy. Like, why did you call that play at the big game in the big moment when you're supposed to go to a championship? But back to you, to your, you, you said when you were... So you're leaving high school, you, you interview, or you go to... Yeah, man. Clemson and Duke? Yeah, Clemson, Duke, um, uh, Auburn, and uh, Georgia Tech. Jesus Christ. That's also F- a great F- FSU. You visited there too? No, well, Georgia Tech is in Atlanta. So right, but you visited there. FSU also? I did not visit did, okay. FSU. But here's the thing. My SAT scores were not the best. Mine either. Like they weren't under, they weren't over a thousand. Mine yeah. either. So for these type of schools, you got to <laughs> at least, you know, break a thousand. And I was like, y'all yeah. know I'm trying to play football, right? And then they were like, you still got, I said, I know a lot of them cats aren't breaking a thousand. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it was like, yeah, but you can't have a 740. I said, okay, well, cool. <laughs> okay, okay. But what it was, <laughs> FSU. So I took it again, and I got like a nine thirty or something like that. And it was like, okay, this is respectable. Good. We're gonna we're gonna get you we're gonna get yeah. you in there. But most of the schools were like, you got to start June tenth, and school let out like June seventh. Right. Um. So I'm like, no summer. And when you that age, you like nah. And Miami was like, come on when you want to come on. <laughs> I was, By the way, I love the priorities. The reason I didn't yeah. play college football. Yeah. Is because a school asked me to take a summer class. Seriously? B- before freshman year. So I, yeah. I you know, I graduated this guy. This is a small school, not like Miami level shit. And they were like, um, okay, so, you know, we'll talk to the coach. She's like, so you'll be here. Can't wait. And I'm like, yeah, all right. And then like an academic office person was like, so your math scores are horrific. So you need to take this math class before you come in here. And I was like, nah. Negative. And then the day before summer camp, mm-hmm. he called me. He's like, we're excited. You'll be here tomorrow. You know, it's going to be, you're going to be a contributor, right? I was like, coach, I'm not coming. And he was like, what? 
I go, you guys said I had to take a math class. He goes, so? I go, so I didn't take it. Oh so God. I'm not coming. And he was like, I'm just finding this out right now. I'm like, well, I mean, I... <laughs> I yeah. just didn't want to take a math class this summer. It's summer after senior same, year. Same, same, like, same way. But you're so easily, easily deterred in look, high school. Looking yeah. back on it, you realize, like, oh, what? that wasn't like the right decision. Shit. Of course. Yeah. But yeah. at 17 years old, you're like. You could not have talked me into that yeah. math class. There were certain colleges I didn't apply to because there was an essay. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah like, absolutely. I can't write this Do you know what thing? I wrote as an essay? I made it up. It was terrible. <laughs> I was like, uh, there was this kid and he had cancer and he, <laughs> he inspired me to be a bad person. Did you get into that school? No. 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 I wrote this whole thing. I was like, I still think of him every day as my friend. Like it was so oh like bullshit heartfelt. And I was like, this makes me look like a good guy. Yeah. But how many of those do you think they get in the admissions Probably office? Thousands. It's all, yeah. it's all sad mm-hmm. stories. Sad stories. Yeah. I don't think I actually, people read that shit. I don't know. Who's reading that shit? shit? I don't know. <laughs> like other students are reading that shit. Grown, Is that right? Grown people ain't reading that stuff. You think Probably. too many. Yeah. You got applications from... I know. You know Thirty thousand kids. There's no way. That's true. I wonder if they even do that nowadays. Or you just look at somebody's Instagram. I think they look at an algorithm of how many white males do we have, how many white females do yeah. we have, how many black males do we have. I mean, you know what I mean. And then they try to like pull applications and sort them out. Do you know what happened at Harvard? Or the like earlier this year, What's they were that? like, we have we have too many Asians. Yeah. And they're like, we're gonna start. Uh, with like turning down more Asian applicants mm-hmm. because they're just, we're just full of them here. <laughs> like, they're just, they're just so many qualified huh. Asians that we got to be like, nah. So they're turning down and then some Asian students. But that's fucked up too. Suit. I mean, of course just they're yeah. Asian. It's like, of course they're going like, Hey man, I got 1600. I got 4.0. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but you're Asian. We got a bunch of you. That's right. so funny. The white man. The white yeah. man. Yeah. The white man. Fucking whitey. Yeah. Let's go back to fun. White finesse. Yeah. Hey. Hey. I predict the score to be like 28 to like 13. Well, look, I don't know much like about respectable. I, the semen holes, but they're having a bad yeah, year a, from really what, bad. what I've What's seen. What's crazy? Semen the, holes. Yes. Oh. Yeah, she loves it. How you even start liking them, dog? You As a kid. <sighs> okay. As All a right. kid. I mean, honestly, semen you know what it was? I remember as a kid... It was probably honestly watching primetime. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're a kid. You're playing like little league football. You see Dion. It's like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is that? But and you then, see Michael Irvin on the other side. No, because I remember watching. I remember mm-hmm. watching games and seeing them just smoke people. I'm talking mm-hmm. like eight, nine years old. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. even really aware, but I was like, it's white and gold. Looks clean. They're kicking people's ass. Mm-hmm. And then we moved to Florida. And then once, then it just solidified it more because because I, I already had like a following of them. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, you you got to choose one of the big three. I was surrounded by Gator fans. I was like, I hate these motherfuckers. And right. then, uh, you know, I just I just I dove in deep. But I don't, you know, I'm not one of these fair weather people. I still that's true. About you know, you. I stick to who I stick to. I'm, that's cool. I'm Mine was more in depth, man. I was like. That Miami Vice show is cool as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I lo- I'm going to Miami. I love the Canes. And that was it. Ricardo Tubbs. I love that, too. I, I love Miami. I don't know what Philip Michael Dude. Thomas is to this day, but... Uh, <laughs> Hannibal Burris told me that he almost went to Miami because of Will Smith's song, for real. Wow, that's <laughs> Yeah, so he was like, yeah, that song was like It was a good so song. Catchy. It was a jam. Like, I go People there. be thinking, like, you know, if you're not, like, in some, like, uh, legacy type of situation where you're like, I got to go to this school. When people are like, hey, well, you know, what college are you going to? 
I'm like, uh, the one that accepts me. Right. The right, one that my one. parents probably don't want me to go to. Of you know, it's, so many things factor into it that you would never even think no. that you, you would take into consideration. Like, I literally didn't want to go to any school that was like, <laughs> you got to start in June. Yeah. I was like, fuck that. That's no five way. off. Yeah. And you yeah. had your pick of the litter, it yeah. sounds like. I went to the college that accepted me. Me I, went, too. I got accepted by one school. <laughs> it's a small school, Lenore Ryan College, mm-hmm. North Carolina. Uh, That's why I, people are like, why'd you go there? I'm like, because they said yes. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. basically nobody else did. Wait, mm-hmm. I was such a dummy in high school. I got into college on academic probation. No, I got waitlisted, and then I got in on probation. I had to take a college success class when I got there. That's how stupid I was. How'd y'all meet? Stand up. <laughs> Stand up. We, we, made, we met as club. open micers at the Cat Club on Sunset Boulevard. Went. 15, no, 16 years ago. I don't even know what the cat club is. Yeah. It's no longer there. It, it can't be there. It was like, it was sunset. owned by... Uh, the Stray Cats, the guy in the Stray yeah, Cats. It's rock, mm-hmm. It was just like a, it was a small venue. You could, it was a bar and they just... I had, love it. First sight, it was y'all just no, like... No, he just likes me. kept just showing up and no, seeing I, each other. I liked her. I knew right away, you know, when mm-hmm. you, uh, they're like, oh, she has a boyfriend right away. And I was like, all right, cool. We're doing shows together all the time. So you just be cool. I just wasn't a... He was like a grown man. I met him when he was 23 Mm -hmm. and I was 26 years old. But Tom Segura acted like an adult. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? He looked like he... He looks old as fuck, right? (sighs) Tom Tom (laughs) comes off as I'm 55. Yes. Probably. Yeah. When he was like 18, 19 years old. Yes, that's exactly right. To this day. Even even in South Africa, everything was just like, "Mm, we we could die if we walked down that street. (laughs) So let's probably go this way. That and is, I'm like, who talks like that? <laughs> that is so perceptive of you, Finesse. Well, black people be like, fuck, no, nah, I ain't going down that motherfucker. He's just like, no, let's not just give that a chance. Let's go this way. You're like, who talks like that? You know why? Wait, he, I talk like that? Yeah. Because yeah. nothing nothing excites you and nothing yeah. phases you, right? He's always like this because his heart, he has an abnormally low heart rate, the way that serial killers and sociopaths <laughs> do. They need extra stimulation for excitement. No, even when I told him I was pregnant. I'm going to give you you an iMovie tutorial because you can make your own videos right here on your laptop. (laughs) He remembers. (laughs) (laughs) When I first opened up my my Mac six years later to say, you know what, I should probably follow up on what Tom said (laughs) and went to iMovie, his video is the first thing that I saw. See? Of him trying to help me set it up. That's crazy. But go ahead with you. No, I'm saying that he has no, uh, there's no excitement or there's no... He's very, he's very calm, steady. Mm-hmm. Even when I was like, I'm pregnant, he was like, that's neat. Mm-hmm. Narrow yeah. bandwidth. Yes. Not too much excitement. Right. Not too much depressed. You know, it's just, I stay here. There are very few things I've seen you get really stoked about One in, of them in 15 years. Is Florida football. State football. I was about to say, it got to yeah. be football. Love, he yeah. goes bananas. Got to be football. Yeah. You motherfuckers. That's, that's why I can't even watch but it. You know what I tell people? <laughs> because of the kids. But this right. is what I tell people. That's, it's only worth liking a team. Mm-hmm. If you're emotionally invested, uh, right? When somebody goes, "Yeah, I like it," and then they go, "Oh, they lost," I'm like, "Why are you even watching?" Right? Like, if you don't have, I'm not saying right. you should punch holes in the wall, but like, right. if it doesn't do something to you emotionally, mm-hmm. is it even worth my Canes and my Falcons? Fuck oh, that. Here are the Hurricanes. Yeah. I know. That. Yeah. My Wait. Hurricanes. So when you arrive in Coral Gables, mm-hmm. 18, you walk on holes. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my brain jumped. I mean, oh what you watch? It's like early '90s. Yeah, '91. Uh, you're fucking yeah. stacked you on championship that team. day. Yeah, yeah. So wait, so but I always wonder this when you when you walk onto a team mm-hmm. and it's full of like future, 
you know, <laughs> all pros. Right. I mean, don't you yeah. have that moment where you're like, do I belong here? Yeah, absolutely. And isn't it terrifying to a absolutely. degree? When I went, so uh, I sent a letter and uh, Erickson was the coach at the time. And I think it was the mid-July, end of July, it was like tryouts. You know, if you're here, come on down, tryouts. I'm like, I'm, I'm there. Fuck it. And so when went, you arrive for tryouts, it's just guys trying out. Yeah, That's, pretty much. You're not seeing the so scholarship you, guys yet. No, not yet. Okay. You saw you saw some people working out mm-hmm. that was on a different field. Yeah. But it had to be like maybe 40 guys down there. To try out. To try out. Okay. Jesus. And so uh, that shit was like a, a play. They, they did all the shit that, you know. Constitutes trying out for a team And at the end They put up a little list It's fucking eight names up there And it was You know You know You, you follow your finger And you're like oh, See your name You're like Mom I'm a hurricane She was like Baby I knew I told you That wow. you was gonna be a hurricane nah, wow. nah. And so as soon as I saw Coach Erickson I said I wrote you a letter He was like oh, I got it I was like well, Fuck you didn't <laughs> get my damn letter yeah, But um And then when I got in the locker room And then you meet the guys, because back then the whole team was Miami and, and Texas. And then our quarterback was either from California or, you know, some weird place where yeah. you pluck a quarterback from. But uh, when you're around the team, the first thing I said was, I am not going to say my name is Alfred. That's the first thing I thought. I <laughs> yeah. said, okay, I'm going to go with Finesse. I'm going to stick to it. And was that already a nickname? It was. Yes. People was already calling me Finesse. Okay. So it was just like, all right. Um, I didn't know that was your not your God given name. Nah, nah. Alfred. Alfred. Alfred wow. Mitchell. Draw all this I time. mean, finesse was believable. Yeah, you know what I mean. Fuck it. You know yeah, what I mean? you it, do. You look like a finesse. Now. You know what? I grew into it. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of grew into it. So you're like, I'm not giving them that ammo. Yeah, man. you know what I mean. Because it was just so. What up, my? You know, you know. Hey, 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 hey. So, so once you trying to like really listen just to decipher. How their cadence are just by saying hello, like, uh, you know, because everything was fuck boy, fuck nigga, fuck this, that, 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 that. <laughs> whoop your ass out on that goddamn field, football, that, that. So you yeah. know, really, <laughs> you talking know, shit? just talking, just everyday lingo. It just it starts bet, always like I that. It ends like that. That your practices were fucking crazy. But when we, but when I stepped out there and saw like the other eighteen-year-old kids uh-huh. running four threes or huge as fuck, and I was like. I should have went to Duke. <laughs> I should have went to fucking Duke. I would have been starting. I would have probably, I would probably, right. probably got in the league. Six one cornerback, you know, with like four or five speed, and this Duke, they would have looked at me. Yeah, because I would have been going against the same, you know, sure talent. So, but anyway, I, I fell so much in love with the school, with the atmosphere, with the women, with the you know failing economics year after year after year. <laughs> I didn't want to quit. I was like, fucking, I'm yeah. gonna get more than a D out this goddamn class. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. And then became a frat boy, huge frat boy. Really? Kappa what was Alpha your... Kappa Alpha Psi oh, okay. is my fraternity. And, and it's so funny how you say what was. Like white fraternities, sororities, you like that's you do it and then it's kind of like done. But like we get branded. We yes. get tattoos. Yeah. It's for life. It's it for, is I'm for life. I'm still Kappa. Like I'm... Do you meet up with the boys All still? the damn time. Really? We go vacation. We go to meetings. We go to all that stuff. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. Like friends. That's good though. Mm-hmm. Uh, remind us like 91, who were some of like the big names from that era? From the uh, from Warren the Sapp. Fuck. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. What? Uh, the Rock. I know that you know? guy. Uh, hmm, Ray Lewis was on the team. I heard of him. Yeah, man. Um, all of our tight ends. Like I can just name stupid, crazy names from that era from like. Did you ever run into The Rock, dude? One time, bro. Crazy really? ass story. His his rise to fame is just 
insane. That's, that's insane. Yeah. Like he's the he's the top box office. Yeah, bananas. Yeah. In Hollywood. And he's got that super positive. Yeah, he, like, seems he still sweet. lives in Florida. And in college, had your demeanor, had your tone. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like a real Barely easy laid back guy. Yeah. Dwayne. So now I know what my Dewey. future is. Yeah. I'm you know, be like the biggest movie star on earth. I yeah. love it. You like 15 years behind. You're taking your time. <laughs> right. Right. But, you know, you, but in my 60s, I'm going to kill it, dude. You know what? I told somebody the other day, they was like, what's your goal, Finesse? Because I got my first comedy special coming out. Hey, right? Congratulations. Congrats. What's the name of it? The, the Spirit Told Me to Tell You. Nice. Okay. Uh, Showtime, October 19th. Hey. hey. You know Put it in your calendars yeah. now. Shit. Absolutely. Put it Good. in your calendars now. You're so funny, man. When we spend time in Africa. This shit is big time. <laughs> Thank you, brother. You were so funny. You just, you're such a killer. And My favorite thing about, there's, I feel like there's different lanes for comics, is that at least my take on Finesse was that he really wants everyone to have a good time at the show. Yes. And I appreciate that. You're a that. true performer. From an entertainer. I, I yes. go like, oh, this guy wants us all to leave here yes. happy and laughing. A right. giver. You're, you're a giver. And it was like, hey, you're going to be in, you know, do you mind hosting? I was like, no. Well, I think the job of the host is to make the best show possible. Oh, yeah. I, I appreciate I mean? that, too. Yeah. You know? So as you, I don't know if y'all remember, but I was like, uh, Mitch Fatale can't follow David Cow. <laughs> so I don't right. know why we keep doing this city after city, <laughs> but we are proving to ourselves that David Cow, who is a native that. South African, kind of has the pulse of his own backyard. Yeah. So we might want to let him go last. <laughs> Because he's, he's a monster. Yeah. He's, a monster. he's making me laugh yeah. about politicians. I don't even know. Me too. Exactly. I remember that. You know what I mean? I'm like, exactly. he's doing politics I in know. Africa and I'm dying. Yeah. I know. And then the whites and the blacks and the colors, everybody's standing ovation. Yeah. And then Mitch comes out talking about nipples. I'm like, it's not a, <laughs> it's not a good show. <laughs> Fucking David uh, Cow brought Cowell, the bro. heat. Yeah. Yes, he did. And everybody was super funny. You know, it's, it's so funny because... Uh, when you talk about South African comedy and people who are familiar with it, it's two names. It's Trevor Noah and it's mm-hmm. David Cow. Mm-hmm. And just like society, the light-skinned dude okay. gets the Daily Show right. by the darker comic. It's just a huge, humongous local talent. But pulling 17,000 people at his shows. It's crazy. You know he has that show, Blacks Only. Blacks Only. Blacks, Blacks I love this only. shirt. <laughs> we asked for shirts yeah, and he gave it to him. It. And then I, I wore them and then I'm like, I look like a dick. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I'm walking around with Blacks Only it's shirts. It's just not going to translate. Like, yeah, I like, wear it around right? the house and just to remember, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this Where is Where people South in South Africa are just like, when is the show? And even white people are like, when is that show? Yeah. yeah but yeah. you come to America with a Blacks Only shirt, it's not going to. I don't know, man. Don't you think, like, they're. If you you could put that show on in Atlanta for sure, yeah, right? right, like in a big big black metropolitan area. No, because here's the thing, especially about Atlanta, that a lot of people don't realize. The reason the city thrives and is such a dope city is that the white people that live inside of the city has pretty much said, you know what, you guys can have it. Yeah, you guys <laughs> run the show. We're we're, we're, we're going to enjoy football and baseball together. <laughs> You know, we're both not going to attend Hawks uh, games. You know, we have meetings. Yeah. But as far as politics and like the hierarchy of like, you know, it's like yeah. it's, it's pretty much always been a civil rights type of yeah. brand city. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but we get along great. But we're not fooled. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not like we're going to go around and put a blacks only shirt 
right. and, and go to the Falcons game because then it's like they're going to make a phone call. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, so right, you don't right. want to like... They could have made yeah. a phone call. <laughs> you don't want to like test the waters to see how much you can push it. Right. Yeah. Because they enjoy living on the outskirts of the city and driving in versus living in the city. You know what I mean? Where it's like, hey, we're going to vote out the black mayor and get a white mayor. I mean, they've been trying for years, but it's It's, it's a working. unique experience to mm-hmm. see a black dominant American city, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you go yeah. to big cities, yeah. you see a mix. But Atlanta, you're like, oh, like you guys run the show. You know, right. it, 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 it's a it's a dominant city. But we and what brings us together is sports and music, that's like entertainment and and, and 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 sports. Now let me ask you a question about your time in South Africa with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom and I ate so much on that trip mm-hmm. that we actually had to go shop for bigger pants. Did you get fat in Africa too? Mm, no. I don't, How did you I, not get fat? I bought I'm, pants I'm, at the department store. We got so fucking fat there. They they go, these are the biggest pants. You'll, you, unless you get pants made, uh-huh. there's no pants for sale bigger than this in Africa. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm such a ate. finicky eater, though. Wow. I ate a lot of that chicken. Yeah. Oh, and I think... Man, uh, was good. Red meat? Um, did you eat the steaks? There's a lot of steak. That's what we were eating at night. We would finish the shows, eat steak, and then like full meals. So you know what, what, what we... we me and my lady, who, Adrice, who came with me, we really loaded up on breakfast. We uh, could never really adr- uh, adjust to the time. Yeah. So we had to set our alarm to actually wake up, come out of the hotel, and go down and eat that buffet breakfast. Yeah. So I don't know if y'all remember Durban with the monkeys. Yes. That's yeah. Yeah. Around, you know that was I mean? fun. But um, so we would load up on Durban. Then we had that casino joint in uh, yes. Joburg yep. that we stayed at. And then, uh, but... When it just came to like nighttime, it was like, hmm, are we going to go find a nice place to eat? And it was yeah. like, let's eat at the show. And it was just that type of shit. You're yeah. smart. No. Oh, we did yeah. a lot of room service. Oh, so that's what it was. Remember that's the really did. nice place we stayed at? Yeah. That was in Joburg. In Joburg. That yeah. was like and they had the casino regal. next door. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you were the only guy. Who brought merch. Motherfucker. So brought merch. It's like show eight. It. And I'm like, I kind of feel like I should have brought merch. Now. He's like, so you can have this. It's like yeah. $5,000. He's out in the lobby just stacking checks. God damn it. It was like I had the official merch after everybody said. Yes. Hey, do you want to, you want anything to remember this show by? Come buy my merch. Come buy my merch. So smart. It looked, and we had so much fucking ran. It was called Ran, right? Mm-hmm. We had yeah, so much right. Ran by the time we got to Joe Bird on this table. It was like we was just taking pictures, like we were drug dealers <laughs> and shit. But. Remember how they would get, we had like runners that would like run us around? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember the guy took yeah. us to the airport mm-hmm. and I just, I just reached in my pocket because they, they run you around all the time. They're part of the festival. Mm-hmm. I just pulled out what I had mm-hmm. and I was like, thanks, man. Mm-hmm. And he looked at it and he goes, thank you. I'll buy a beer with this. <laughs> I was like, like he totally yeah. was like. I don't even know what they this brought shit me is, some though. weed. I was like, like I was really? joking around, like I was like, man, y'all, you know, if y'all really? get a weed, connect, let me know. When I tell you, they brought me a huge Ziploc bag of the biggest joints, like super thick, as thick as your thumb, but they were they weren't even blunt; they were joints, and they yeah. had a tip on them and everything. Like, and it had $10. to be, it had to be like twenty of them, right? And he really, he literally gave it to me for like maybe 40 American U.S. bucks. Wow. Jesus. Now, I couldn't smoke not one. Why? Because, because it's like, when, when am I going to smoke yeah, one? I know. My yeah, wife wasn't a huge smoker. So she's like, you really going to smoke one? You don't know if that's real weed. I'm like, I doubt it's fake weed. <laughs> but what I, like but weed. what I did is I took that entire bag in that very nice hotel in Joburg and I stood up on a chair and I put it on the um, entertainment <laughs> thing. Yeah. And I said, one day somebody's going to 
get curious and look up here where That's the TV right. is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're gonna dude. find a whole bunch of weed. Because <laughs> so sometimes nice. you know how it's comics as you as you go to the comic condo. Yes. Yeah. So like in probably like a good. Ten years ago, when we were starting out, we were middling a lot, and you have to stay in the comic condo while yeah. the real comic stay in a nice hotel. Yeah, yeah. We would leave stuff, you know, so we <laughs> sure. find out who's in the city. You did that because yeah. I would find all the shit. <laughs> you would find you just leave stuff, <laughs> yeah. random stuff. Yeah, and then, and you would see how the story got back. But you say, hey, who's featuring? Because it's never about who's headline. Hey, who's featuring yeah. right. in Miami at yeah. the Improv? <laughs> yeah, are you staying in the condo? Dude, go to the sink. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Right. See if this is still there. So I used to do that. I left, I left weed fun. in a couple. I left joints in a couple places. Yeah. yeah. There's it's always cool pornography in comedy Joint. condos yeah, under the bed. Boy. Always look under the bed. Condoms, all that shit. Some of them are <laughs> so, so fucking nasty. They're yeah. all nasty. Yeah. One time Some I was going, got the manager of uh, Dayton picked me up. I was like, how's it going? You're doing small talk on the way there. I was like, how's the condo? He's like, whoa. Well, we just cleaned it up. Had to. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Why is that? He's like, you know, uh, Jay Medicine Hat? He was shaved his pubes all over the bed and the sink. I was like, motherfucker. Did you clean it? He's like, yeah. I go, why did you even tell me then? I don't want to think about that shit. He's dead now. So He uh, is? Yeah. God damn. What's your favorite comedy club? Comedy club. Comedy club? I mean, Mm. it's hard to top a few of them. I mean, that downtown comedy works in Denver is amazing. Yeah. The, uh, Acme in Minneapolis. Amazing. I like that too. That's a great. I club. started out there. Really? I can't. Well, not started out there, but they used to show me the most love. And one of my <laughs> rooftop videos that has, like, yeah. oh, you know what I mean, oh, is from so Acme. Yeah, <laughs> rooftop. Acme is a great club. Um, I'm gonna do that for the first time pretty soon. Acme. I've no never done shit. it. I never got booked there for the first time. I'm gonna go there. Lewis is the guy's name. Yeah, that's right, Lewis, Lewis Lee. Lee. Yeah. He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of other clubs that I really enjoy. I always like that Phoenix Club, the uh, Stand Up Live. I actually like mm-hmm. that club that's a, a good lot. One. I was supposed to be in um, Rick Brunson's. Oh right, Phoenix. What's it called? Rick House of Comedy. Rick Brunson's House of Comedy. I'm supposed to be there this weekend. Minneapolis. He has Minneapolis, Phoenix, and Edmonton. I also really like the comedy mix in Vancouver. That was always a fun room to me. I'm about to go to Vancouver. You're going there. Uh, I, I'm about to book something. Dude, you should do that room. It's, it's a mix. great, great is it downtown. Club. It is downtown. Okay, on Burrard Street, um, basement hotel. It's like it's yeah. But it's always a good time. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I really, think we went there. I shot roadies there in Vancouver, and Ron White was on the show, and Ron White all of a sudden was like, "Hey, I'm inviting everybody to come to the comedy club, and I'm doing the set, and yeah, everybody can come." And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "Okay." Like, and so oh. I was like, "All right, cool." So we all went, and I think it was a comedy mess because when you go in, it's downstairs. Yeah. And it's a small little, you yeah. Know, it's not huge, but it's, it's cool. So I club. think that's it. It's not yuck yucks, right? No, no. it's not. So it might be the comedy miss. All right, but it probably was uh, one at one time and rebranded. You know? Okay. Um, where did you shoot the special that's coming out? I shot it here, bro. In L.A. Yeah, yeah. I good shot for it you. In, I shot it in Glendale. Oh, cool. so of course for me, I'm like, you know, I'm thinking North Carolina because I love that church laughter. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something about the South. But not Atlanta because Atlanta's almost kind of it LA ish. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, how big the city is. Yeah. Basically. You yeah. know what I mean? So many, but like a North Carolina, people are like, I mean, it's just like belly, rollover laugh. 
or any place in Ohio, I think is a I great agree. Ohio's like one of my favorite comedy, comedy states. Because they're so I smart. I love Ohio. Yeah. But it's so middle of the road smart. You don't yeah. got geniuses, but they not dumb. Yeah. They respect politics. And if they don't agree, they they let you do your shit anyway. Yeah. You know yeah, I, mean? I love Ohio. Because they know they're one of the people that choose the president. So they're yeah. like, you know, <laughs> right. it's a good place. But um swing states. Yeah, you know, those yeah, are dope. That's a good point. It's a swing state. Never thought of that. But when uh homie was like, Yeah, Glendale. <laughs> and I was like, Ugh. <laughs> it wasn't ideal, but it turned out great. That's all that you matters. I mean? And that's all that matters. What's the venue? The blah blah theater. Yeah. The blah blah theater. Blah blah theater is good. Yeah. Up now, in Glendale. You just um <laughs> I forgot the name of that theater. Did you just became a father for the second time? Yes. Did you register uh your child as transgender or no? No, you know, I thought about it. You know, when <laughs> we know? saw both body parts. We were like, fuck, not again. You know what I mean? Right. And I was like, this is your side of the family. (laughs) Easily. We got an uh, email from a listener who said, as new parents like yourself, my wife and I spent a lot of time in the pediatrician while filling out uh, paperwork for our sons. We stumbled upon this. You can now register your newborn as transgender. Oh. So that's pretty interesting. how How do they know it's... Sorry, does that mean that has both... Genitalia, or we're assuming their pronouns. You don't want to assume. I think it's about. Are you assuming? Are you letting us know that this what we see is not what we're getting right here? Right, but the, the, I'm confused because wait, the infant can't tell you. Maybe they can. Maybe if you actually listen with your heart and not just with your ears. Finesse, I hope you're asking for consent before you change your infant's diaper. Yeah, that's really important. You got to say, do you give me consent to change your diaper? Yeah, I do that shit all the time. Yeah, see? He's on board. I diaper rape my baby. I rip that shit off. I try to get that shit done as quick as possible. Of course. Like, I could care less what mood she's in. (laughs) I don't try to butter her up. I just snatch that thing off. I got night shift. I'm already fucking in a bad mood. You know what I mean? And and it's the worst type of sleep ever because you land on the couch and right when you start to doze off, you get, and so you look up and that motherfucker sleep. Yeah. Sound asleep. And you're like, I know I heard what I heard. Yeah. So when you really try to go to sleep and right, it's just waking up like that. You know how your head hurts. Please stop it. Your fucking chest is beating heavy because you think something's wrong. (laughs) I know. know. We're in it too. Yeah. So it's like to do that night after night after night Uh, for like at least to like, well, they start going, what's Sleeping through the night at like six, seven Well, months? here's the deal. And then right when you get them sleep trained, yeah. they start teething. So that shit starts yeah. all over again. You got a fuck year, basically. Oh, man. Well, this, you're at the turning point. So are we. The 12-week mark is almost mm-hmm. here. And that's when they're out of the newborn and they become babies. Yeah. So now you can start sleep training maybe four months, right, when the doctor says you can or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's fucking hell. I hate this beginning part. The it's be- my least favorite part of having children. Right. Those first few months. Oh, okay. this is it. We're in the trenches. This is the worst time. Shout out to my wife, too, man. She does a really Thank good job you. with this shit. Like, she... Yeah, me, too. She allows me... <laughs> you know, she lets you go out of town and do your shit yep. and come back That's right. and act like you've been in the trenches the whole time Thanks, when baby. you really have Thank you, Finesse. Thank yeah, you, Finesse. So Shout out to... Breastfeeding. Finesse for shouting out to the ladies. Don't throw your ass at me. Uh, I'm a mud you bitch. Now, does having girls does that change you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
That's nice. I'm asking him a question. Who don't, about his who don't, who don't tell the, the girl that she going up to the seventh floor? She knows where she's fucking. <laughs> she knows where she's going. Yeah. She's, she's, she's going. A you don't accidentally stumble on the seventh floor, man. That, yeah. after is this, it, I mean, is this where I get mudded? Yeah. <laughs> get freaking yeah. mudded. They're like, do you know what lineup you want? You want to go tight end first, D tackle, O line, wide receiver? She's like, that sounds good. Hey, you're right. Wait a minute. If that bitch only knew she was getting mudded by the whole seventh floor, I'll tell so you, how does she not know? One motherfucking thing. What's that? Social media was out in the early 90s. Yeah. So many people be locked up. <laughs> so many people be fucking locked up. Yeah. You know, you was taking a picture with a fun saver camera back in the day. Right, right. You know, cell right. phones and cameras wasn't even out yet. No. You know, I had a beeper when I got to college. Right. You know what I mean? So right. it's like, if, like you could actually record who you fucking, and you know we would. Yeah. Like, we had actual oh. cameras you had to set up in the closet. <laughs> and put a little put a little tape over the red light. So oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Not that I did that, no, but I'm right, saying right, right. some of the stories, yeah, yeah, stories yeah, of people yeah. doing that, yeah. and recording, you know, Dude, sex and shit. Wait, so you're God. you're some of your teammates? It's insane. I mean, so the Rock, we you talked about? Did you say you ran into him once? You did. Yeah, at his uh, uh and it's been so long ago, but I saw him at his Scorpion King release party. Really, like his first like big movie, because uh. I tell this story. We we were at this barbershop, Miss Barbara, his famous barbershop, little hole in the wall barbershop in Coconut Grove, and uh, and it was like, hey, what are you what are you gonna do? Was, you know, what are you gonna do? It's senior year. What are you? Gonna, I'm not going to the league. I quit the team like after my second year. Mm-hmm. Like we won a championship, and I was like, I got a ring. I'm about to. Uh, I'm good. I, yeah. I have a 1.5 GPA. I need to <laughs> probably fix this. Yeah. Um, but I, I was like, man, I'm going to comedy. And he was like, you got to be funny to go into comedy. <laughs> And I was like, what you going to do? And I, and I didn't know I was going to go into comedy. I just thought about it. I, really? I so you're just throwing just trying, it out I was just throwing there. shit out there. Okay. And he was like, oh, I'm probably going to go into wrestling. And I was like, and I'm a huge NWA fan. I'm from Atlanta. So the NWA, you know, Gordon Soley with Ric Flair and the Four Horsemen. You know anything about wrestling? Not a lot, but I know some of those names. Okay, yeah. yeah. Of course. But I was like, you need a Did per- you know that his dad was a wrestler when he said that? K- kind of. I didn't know his dad was kinda. a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's his his dad, dad and his uncles. Old, old, I don't know his name. Rocky Mavia. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then his his uncles are the Jimmy Superfly Snooker and the and the, those are his uncles. Samoans. Yeah, from yeah, all those guys. So I think of those all. They're all. He's really, a big old fuck. I mean, he's like six five, six six. The rock. Right? Yeah, yeah. He just has one of those bills that if he just eats, yeah, wow. you know. And yeah. did you see his peener in the locker room nah, ever? Never. <laughs> I remember uh, I saw an interview with him. This won't register to you as much, but he was like, you know, I was. I was at Miami. I was like ready to, you know, whatever, do my thing, play ball, kick ass. And I, you know, he played obviously. And then he's like, and then this freshman came in named Warren Sapp, and it fucked up all my plans. Who? That's what Dwayne said. That's what Dwayne said. In when I tell you Warren Sapp came in as a tight end, he's a tight end, best hands on the team. He was just, it was just something about him. There was so much dog in him. Yeah, that I don't know who told him to, you know, let's try you at D tackle. But that was all she wrote. So anybody who thought they were going to start at D tackle. No. Got pushed back. He's not even that big of a He's not a big guy. Yeah. But he's a wide guy. He's not a tall guy, but he's a wide guy. But that's but that's just like Aaron Donald. Like I was hanging out with Aaron Donald at the last Super Bowl. Yeah. And I was like, you so you you're Aaron Donald. You know, I was kind of shocked. Like, all right. I mean, I see it. Yeah. But you're not. you know, towering over me or yeah. this and that. So he's like six one, I think, or even six feet. But you see the muscles. 
But it's but D tackle is about moves. It's about quickness and getting yeah. inside leverage on somebody and being like you said, have that dog in you. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it's a, it's a certain fight that certain people just don't have. I was watching. I like the good. I don't know why, but you know, I think I'm a coach. So when I record the game, I go back and I go watch each player to see if they deserve to be on the field. So I got the little really. Team. I got the little you. pause button and I watch each play and I see who's missing blocks and who's doing this, who's doing that. And there's some people in Miami on that team on that defense. I'm like, oh, they monsters. Yeah. And this one kid named Tra- Trajan Bandy, he plays cornerback. He's 5'9". That kid's a monster. Hmm. Like, he want to he wanna fight you every play. Yeah. And then he makes plays. So yeah. it's not like he's a dirty player, but he backs it up. He's trash talking. He's a little one on the field. And I, I like players well, like I that. love watching Jalen Ramsey play because he yeah. talks so much shit and backs, and backs it up, it up he, and just asks for it. Who's the, be- who's the best receiver on your team? He's like, you ain't shit. Right. And then just plays his ass off. I love watching it. Said Matt Ryan was overrated. I was like, ah. Oh, he's just and, going for and it. The, and know? the whole Atlanta was like, ah, oh, we want to get mad. But, oh, <laughs> it's kind of true. It's a lot of fun, man. I, uh. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's 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 wild that those were you know your teammates. Hey, uh, somebody I haven't seen this, but they sent us this uh, clip. I don't know what you think of this. Um, uh, I want to show everybody the proper way on save on your toilet tissue. Okay, if your toilet toilet tissue get down this low, you don't have any more. What you do? You take one of these. Now this is gonna help you save on your toilet tissue bill. You turn around and you fold it one time. You fold it two times. Mm-hmm. Then you fold it a third time. Okay? Then you see this little tip right here? Yeah. You tear that off. And you have a swan. You're sitting on a stool, you put it beside <laughs> Origami. What is going on? Once you get done taking a shit or pissing, <laughs> you put your finger in there, you wipe your ass. Okay? Then you take this and you no. wipe all this off. Genius. Oh. Okay, all that shit. Oh. That guy's a genius. Then you take this, you put it in the stove and flush it. Did he say but basically wipe right your ass with your finger? You, yes. you clean all that <laughs> shit out your finger. The little He's tip. nasty. This now. guy's done this his entire life. For those of you who are just listening to the show, this guy basically, he's like, like one he has square. one square of paper and he pokes his finger through the center of the square of toilet paper. So you wipe your asshole with, your, with finger. your finger and then you use the surrounding tissue to wipe the shit off your finger. And it's quite brilliant when you it's, think about it's it. It's quite brilliant. It's so nasty. It's you nasty as hell. with your finger. It's nasty. Now, have you ever tried a bidet? No. <laughs> How about a washlet? What's a washlet? It's kind of like, I mean, it's basically... But days I think of more old school, like Middle separate. Eastern. Like yeah. we might have had them in South Africa. And yeah, we yeah, had we them did, in some of the hotels. Did. Right. The the but the washlets are like built into the toilet seat, where you actually sit on the toilet. You don't have to go anywhere. You just press a button and, and the it water squirts straight. water on your bee hole. Nah, nah, nah. I'm afraid I'd be on that shit all day. I might like it. <laughs> yeah. The closest yeah. I've gotten to that is a uh, wet nap. Yeah, those are yeah. good. All right. So here's here's a funny story. Me and uh, Felipe Esparza, yeah, we on the road doing an army tour. We mm. going to like fifteen army bases. We driving from you know they're pretty close, so we driving. This other coming time next week, by the way. He is he You're sitting right here. Yeah. Ah, dope. Yeah, I'm going to go do his joint too. Uh, but he's, he's such a funny dude, such a cool dude, yeah. so smart dude. Yeah, like he's way beyond. It. He's one of these people who have been here twice. Once you start yeah. talking to Felipe, yeah. right? And so. We eating and he's smoking and, and we driving 
and 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 we passing cookies and chips and shit because he got all these damn snacks. And I'm driving, and once I'm finished eating, I, I pull out, you know, a Ziploc bag, and it had wet naps in it, you know. And I, I take one, I'm wiping my <laughs> mouth, I'm wiping my fingers as he as I'm driving, and he's just quiet, and he's looking at me, and he's like, <sighs> "Did oh, Holmes, is that a was that a wet nap? Is that like a what was that? Was that like a real like that wasn't a paper towel? I was like, no. That was, he said you brought them in a Ziploc." <laughs> I was like, look, man, my wife makes me bring them. Like, since I met her, she's such, she's the queen of the wet naps. And she, you know, now I'm addicted to them. They're great. And he's like, oh. So she was a stripper? I was like, what? And uh, I knew where his brain was going. Yeah. Man, I died. Yeah. Man, we almost almost crashed the car. That shit was so funny to me. (laughs) And we was high. I'm like, man, that's the funniest (laughs) shit. I'm like, no, it's no damn stripper. (laughs) Why would you... All right, I get why you would think that. Yeah, but no. yeah. <laughs> what kind of if she loves wet naps, it just it made me visually think of him in the strip clubs he go to, where whatever goes on after yeah, the dance, nasty. the chick is pulling out a wet yeah. nap. <laughs> and they clean the pole, right? Yeah, they yeah. clean the pole. They I clean seen everything. It on Instagram. They clean the pole though, not with a wet nap. They actually squirt alcohol. You see when they squirt alcohol <laughs> on the pole and just have a rag. The thing that I don't like is they use the same rag. <laughs> I know. They use that same ass rag. Not that I've been in a long time. Yeah. But when long I went time. To, yeah, well when I went. You know what I mean? That's what they do. I bet yeah. in the Miami days you may have heard about bro, other people going. Bro, we had the Rolex and and Coco's and we had some dope strip. Man, look at the, the there was like a shine in your eye oh, when you my said that. God. I mean, I've never seen that type of joy wash over your face. Like, <laughs> like we had I used to manage Rolex. a stripper. What? Are you serious? Yep. What do you I mean? was I was dating a stripper, and at the end of the month, like she she would make five hundred dollars one night, seven hundred dollars one night, you know, three hundred dollars one night, a thousand dollars one night. But at the end of the month, could not pay rent or car note wow. because she would either spend the money. She would make the money at the top of the month, and then stop going to work. All but right. then by the time rent and mm. shit was due, she had to go dance her ass off for the last three days. And I'm like. Let me manage this money. Let me let me let me do this. Let me give you a schedule. So we had that thing rocking for like a year. You know, really? I mean? Yeah. In Miami. In or? Miami. Yeah. I worked at Humana Medicare Sales. So I was selling Medicare insurance <laughs> and, and then managing went, a stripper and managing a stripper. I was like just manager funds. You know what I mean? Did you ever get jealous of when she go working? Do I get jealous? Yeah, like if she, no, that's yeah. a rule. And when it comes to managing funds, you're only in love with the money. You're not <laughs> in, too, you know, connected with the physical aspect of. Oh, okay. It's, it's a relationship, but it's a business relationship. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. And at the same time, it's like I can't be your boyfriend. I'm watching you day after day. Sometimes do what you you just went in the back room. I don't know what you did back there. Right. But oh, I know you. Oh, oh, but about, I know you about to pay this car note. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I was a friend. It was like I was a friend. Oh, I thought you meant like you were dating. We were dating, oh. but I was. It was a friend with benefits. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean. He's not gotcha. in love with her. Yeah, I'm not, I wasn't. You're not gonna wife her up? Hell no, no, <laughs> no. She can. She can go to the seventh floor. I don't think you wife the girl. You know what I mean? That she was getting money by the whole Hey, what hey, do, what hey. What's your do? name? T good. What, what you, you do? I'm a plumber. How you do it? I laid a pipe for that ass to True. make a dance. Yeah. If y'all hold the one getting fucked on the seventh floor, huh. then you would know cut the bitch don't want you no more. No more. She told you she Let met me a tell guy. You something. 
How do you not get suspended from school? How do you not get How do you start that Saturday after you release this track? <laughs> you have just gang raped. This is your gang rape. This is your freaking Brett Kavanaugh goddamn mixtape. Right. You, right. you are gang raping uh, uh, right, right now. That, that's what they're saying, right? Yes. The, like, the whole crew is well, on I mean, she came, she's up on the seventh floor. What are we supposed to do, Jesus. Your Honor? Jesus. I know. Now for sure you would get. No, this right now would, would be, never happen. Fuck no. No, no way. No. There's no way you're supposed to take pictures, this is record, old. none of that shit. That's that's just during a time where you know they, they you know and you know that's how Miami works. They see shit back in the day and they're like, Hey, you remember the Super Bowl shuffle? Yeah, I remember the Super Let's Bowl. Let's make a song show. about gang rape. Yeah. <laughs> and they go and they record that bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's being insp- instead of being inspired to make their own, we're going to bust your ass on the football field and get our own national yeah. championship. Yeah. Their mind went straight to, what about them hoes, though? Yeah. The best is that they were like, all right, so let me Friday we'll record the song. Hmm. Write your verse. Like it's all about coming up here, getting mudded by the whole crew. Right. And then right before they record, one of them was like, we should make a point that this is no disrespect, though. Right. Like, yeah. Here we go. Here we Absolutely. go. <laughs> hey, no disrespect. Here we go. All right. Stick your dick. What's your name? Big Nick. What you do? Slang dick. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> the only thing they mad about. Oh, he wrote his shit down. Yeah, he got paid. Exactly. <laughs> oh, he ain't real. You know what I mean? That's the only thing. You didn't do it off the dome, man. You do it off the dome. That's true. There is kind of a. A credibility, right? If you don't write, like Jay Z is always like, I don't write shit down. Yeah, mm-hmm. do you believe that? Yeah, I yeah. do. Really? Because even Wayne, I was uh, watching a Wayne interview. Dope album, Carter Five. Go cop that. That one, that one joint with kids. It's a bunch of them on there. He just dropped it out of nowhere. But um, you know what? Baby finally was like, you can release some shit. I heard. Well, you see the makeup at a concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. You know he. Uh, Christina, I, know who I don't know who this is. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, I know Jay Z. That's as far as I go. All yeah. right. Well, Jay Z doesn't write down. Wayne has a actual recorder mm. where he records shit in the moment and just plays it back, which is totally respectable. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's even that's more credit. Cool. That's yeah. even more genius to be like in the moment he records the shit and then he remembers what he recorded and then he just pieces shit together like yeah, damn. But I've right seen now. interviews with people that were in studio with Jay Z. They're like, it blow it'll blow your mind because mm-hmm. he'll just come in. And he's just listening to this, like, like you got something? Like, yeah, I got some. And then, you know, fucking Big Pimpin' or whatever comes right. And there he's like, that was just in your head? He's like, yeah. yeah. How do you even remember every breath, every pause, every... No, I don't know. Good. It's crazy. He's, yeah, he's gifted, though. Yeah. People have, like, when you go to, I guess, what is that? History, Amazon, not, what's the one where you can find your lineage? Her- oh, yeah, right. yeah. Like, 23 and Me. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, 23andMe. And what's the, it's another huge one. It's another one, too. Yeah. Um, Ancestry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ancestry. Yeah. Oh, and when you're like, oh, you know, my, I, was a, I was a queen. I was back <laughs> in my, my, my great, 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 you know? Yeah. And then the way that yeah. person may walk around. I believe there are people who are like, yo, my job is to run this message from this village all the way to God, that goddamn <laughs> village that takes three days, but I'm the uh, fastest. Right. And da 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 And I think those type of gene pool get yeah. passed all the way down. To where motherfuckers catching touchdowns and or running track and or it, it just has to be that way. Of course. Mm-hmm. So when somebody is like, I am the storyteller of this tribe and yep. I'm the one that when we sit around this fire, I tell this story. And I, back in the day, they, if they was making it rhyme or not, I think all that type of gene pool gets Absolutely. Because there's no way where you're like, okay, I'm from Holly Grove uh, or wherever Wayne is from. 
but my vocabulary is probably bigger than any Supreme Court justice. And not only that, I can make that shit rhyme without even writing that bitch down. Like that, why are you born like that? And then like, I just tell jokes. Right. You know what I mean? It's true though. It's all, it's, it's genetics. I mean, it's genetics. there's things yeah. that I can, I, I'm good at swimming. I can play tennis decently. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things my father's really good at. Mm-hmm. And I just, that's It's not easy. by chance. No. The one thing, thing. I've, I've always wondered, I mean, I'm sure it's easy to ask. I just never asked, but like for like a great lyricist mm-hmm. is it doesn't add up to just have access to those words mm-hmm. and like, just for it to flow that way. I always wonder if they like were really uh, voracious readers, you mm-hmm. know, it's like mm-hmm. without some, without devouring mm-hmm. language like that, how would that just come out? You of have you? to be. Yeah. I, I would I, think that I, I I'm, I'm curious as to I'm whether or not they read a lot in between drugs <laughs> in between the seven floor parties <laughs> in between the clubs. Yeah. Motherfuckers are going away somewhere with a, with a book. You have to. You have to. Yeah. There's no way. You read, like, you listen to most deaf, mm-hmm. and you go, like, okay, this guy's intellect and vocabulary, it's not, it's, it's unnatural that mm-hmm. you would be like, he just did same school as everybody. I mean, I could see right. that you could say he's more intelligent, but the access to that vocabulary and intellect mm-hmm. has to be raised up by reading. Has to be. Has and to I, know, be. I know that he actually... I mean, I know this from when he was older. He bought a bookstore, and so he loves books. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that to me makes a lot of sense. Right. How could you not be... Now, there's some people that's just straight, you know, I, I went to the university. I went to... It seems like half the rap, rappers went to Hampton University or came out of that, mm-hmm. you know, D.C. area or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, from Diddy to all these cats, Common, and all these different rappers. He's another like, one, too. You know, I, I went to college. I'm, you know, I'm a dope-ass rapper. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But for some cats that's like Wayne, who never even really talk about, I went to high school every day. Yeah. And then I had aspirations of going to college or all the trap rappers in Atlanta. You know what I mean? It's like, I can't even see them walking down the hallway in school. You know what I mean? But then you hear stories like Migos, where they were like, uh, I heard they was kind of nerdy. You know what I mean? Coming up in high school. Yeah. You know, but when you grow into, but they were musicians. And when you grow into your talent, you know, and then all of a sudden you get a look that matched the direction you want to go in and the music is banging. By the time you like mid-20s, you an old-ass OG in it versus like, you know, that's still young to us, like 25. Yeah. But to them, they're like, man, we've been beating on tables in the lunchroom since we were 13. Yeah, yeah that's true. We was mad at 17 and we ain't got signed yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. One of those dudes was a baller too. One yeah. of the Migos. Yeah. Uh, damn, I'm drawing a blank on Migos. Offset. Quavo. Quavo. Don't look at me. Yeah. I'm a fucking nerd. Um, all right. I'm nerd. Before we forget. <laughs> I don't know anything anymore. Don't want to forget this. Hold on. Oh, shit. You like this jam? No. <laughs> hey. 305, here we go. Finesse Mitchell. Yes. Micron on the mic. That's how I do it. We going to be FSU, and everybody know that's what we going to do. Because we the you, we the you, we the you. And sitting with Tom and Christina P, that's how we be. Everybody know I'm the F-I-N-E-S-S-E. Oh! I'm pretty impressed, actually. Wow. This dental update is brought to you by Finesse's Rhymes and also Quip. The truth is most of us are brushing our teeth 
not for long enough and forget to change our brush on time. That's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than brushing, but not Quip. So what makes it different? For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Next, Quip subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including shipping for free worldwide. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. Christina, you have yours in the shower. Mm-hmm. I have mine mm-hmm. at the sink. And finally, everyone loves Quip. They're on Oprah's O-List, Name One of Time Magazine's Best Inventions, and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists. Hundreds of happy brushers use Quip every day. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash mom right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash mom, spell G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash mom. All that <laughs> is to ask you, Finesse. Okay. What's up with your teeth, man? You have a nice smile. You take care you have of them. Really nice teeth. Oh, thank you. So do you. Well, what about me? No, don't. It's all right. Yeah, no. it's we cool. miss. All right. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, her shit is like amazing. Thank you, dude. No braces ever. Look Never at have braces. Yeah, but they they need to be whitened a bit. Don't I you think? Look do. how nice and white his are and straight and everything. Do you floss? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. That's like a, that's like when I have fucking yeah. That's like when shredded beef or something. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. wife is like floss. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought about flossing. You know what I, mean? I bet she. I floss. bet she has meticulous. Yes. Oh, she's gorgeous. clean. Gorgeous yeah. teeth. Yeah. Let yeah. me tell you, your wife. We ran into you guys at the hotel. Like she was only what days from giving birth. Yeah. She looked amazing. She really had it oh. together. I mean, it was like oh, what do you guys? I mean, she seemed like geez, she looked great. Second time around, she was a trooper. Yeah. You know, second time around, she was just like, I got this. She really did, dude. You know? She looked great. And, uh, yeah. So, that one. so what about dental Patrice work? Patrice barge, everybody. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's the best. Um, so do you, did you have braces? Did no. You have, I had wow. none of that shit. Any root canals? Nope. When's Matter of fact, I need to get my wisdom teeth pulled. Ooh. Really? <laughs> yeah, they don't hurt, but they've been in so long. It's like They're going to cram your other teeth. Good drugs, man. Yeah. What? They'll give you some good drugs. To, if you get them done? Yeah. You, yeah. 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 Yeah, the post- Post. And what's the recovery time? Mm. It's pretty quick. Now. No, it's not. Give what? yourself. Yes, don't is. lie to the man. Listen, wait until this baby is kind of. What are you talking about? Because it's, if you not get all four recovery? done, are you going to get all four done? Yeah. Here's the thing. Let's be realistic. You're going to be kind of laid out for a day or two. Uh-huh. Codeine. You're going to take your pills. But if they get, you have to keep them clean. Uh-huh. And okay. then it's painful. You can't but eat you're, really you're well. Not, you're not if they really... get infected and whatnot. Okay. Full healing. She's giving two you weeks. like the, uh, this is two basically okay. like if, uh, what she just hmm. told you. If you're like, hey, how long does it take you to get your oil changed? I'm like, oh, it depends if the whole transmission collapses. It's like, uh-huh. it's not necessarily going to happen. Right. You could go, you could be in and out in a, same day, you could be doing the same shit you were doing earlier. just depends how you take to uh, it. But your jaw is no. fucked up. 100%. I mean, your, your mouth is like, and you're like, can't no, eat a no, cheeseburger, none of that. No, you can't eat a cheeseburger. What are you talking about? The day of you get your wisdom teeth pulled, you the can day. still do things. No way. Because you have these big sure. open... 
He's gash is in your mouth, know, right? You had this done all yes. four at once. Yes. Well, maybe you're superhuman, but for me, the day is ruined. You got to take your codeine. Yeah, I would, rest, I would say shakes and the shit. day of, but right. the next day you can be up. Yes, you're, but it's gonna hurt. You're gonna be sore. I'd say wait until look, this man, baby chick, is kind of right? up and running. All right. The next day, you'll be men fine. can't handle pain. What are you talking okay, about? Okay. The next day, you'll be doing shit 100. percent Don't listen to my well, husband. Well, I definitely okay. got to get mine done. Eventually, and uh, I'm gonna Google Quip. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say if you get your wisdom tooth out, you should plan on, I don't know, maybe six weeks down. Um, six weeks, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. That's two weeks for full recovery. Yeah, you said two, totally. you just said two weeks. Yeah, no, I mean, I think maybe eight, maybe eight weeks, um, for it to be fully recovered. And uh, um, there's no more, gonna, bl- no probably, more open you know, blood. Can I tell you, you should why? hire a nurse. No, 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 maybe just to listen come to me. To can you, can you just hear me out? Here's what happened. So, you've got these. Holes. Oh, okay, I get it. I just, I was, yeah, that shit was yeah. going over my head. So, here's what happens when you get your teeth pulled, then you've got these sockets. Right. Okay, so there's empty sockets in your fucking mouth. So, every right. time you eat, you got to syringe it out. You got to, it's kind of an ordeal. It's uncomfortable, is what I'm right. saying. So, you're going to be uncomfortable for two weeks after you pull them out. And you're going to, you know, you're going to take so some pain medicine. Drugs? Yeah, you're going to take your medicine every day Hopefully, so that you don't feel it. Vicodin, Percocets. Yeah, you're going like to get that. some nice drugs. Yeah. But it's not, it doesn't feel great for a couple weeks. No, it sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it sucks. It's not great. Y'all, take, y'all ever took pills just to just take them? No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You had a problem with pills? Not a problem. I, I said a problem. Said, said, I just oh, said, oh. Take yeah, in college, I, I'd take a Vicodin and drink a couple beers. That, that was a good great. idea. Mm-hmm. My favorite was one of the football players, like, got his shoulder cracked and he was like, I don't like these. Does anyone want them? I was like, Hello. Yeah. <laughs> They're so good. And yeah, take one and a couple of beers was great. You? And what? No. I don't even know what it does. <gasps> what? Just to get a nice high. Oh, okay. Is I mean, it depends. Some people. Is it like a weed high or? No, it's different. It's uh, a body high. Yeah. You feel like you're want. You just want to sleep. I made. I took him in the hospital after I had this baby. Uh-huh. You're just kind of out of it and you're not in pain and you're relaxed. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's pretty nice. You ever, you ever go through any depression after the babies? Of course. If you're okay. not depressed, something's wrong with you. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? You're fat. You're the breastfeeding and the staying up for all hours. My wife didn't do that breastfeeding shit. Good yeah. for her. My dad was like, you're going to raise a criminal. <laughs> 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 it's the nutrients from the breast that make them uh, law-abiding citizens. <laughs> Put them on that formula. They're going to rob somebody. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay, dad. Good uh, for that's her. That's so funny. <laughs> See, I yielded to the pressure, man. Well, look, I fucking hate doing This will make you feel better. All right. All right. So this video is clearly for scientific research because we need to get to the bottom of this. Do vegans actually taste better? And I have actually <laughs> been vegan for 12 years, like over 12 years. So How old who is better to though? test this theory than 13. me yeah. on Do they myself? taste better? And I haven't I really tasted myself in quite a while. So <laughs> I might have went ahead and shot a little bit of myself into this shot glass. Oh, uh, man, this is the new 7th floor Wait, proof. can I ask you something? Seriously, guys, just I want your opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that guy's gay? This guy? Yeah. No. Hell no. no. <laughs> Motherfucker's a killer. Obviously, like, I've been uh-uh. with a whole bunch of different guys. Not a whole oh, bunch. See? Well, making myself sound a little slow. Oh, I was wrong. But Damn, I, I feel that? like meat eaters, they're so salty, which is weird because I... Um, I eat a lot of salt, but all my exes are like, yeah, you're really sweet tasting. And I'm like, how is that even possible? Like, I eat like 10 times as much salt as you. Uh-huh. Let's see what he... They are always absolutely disgusting tasting. They taste like, I don't know, bleach. Or- so that's what he's saying regular meat eaters taste like. And then he's going to give himself a tasting? So let me try my first reaction. Oh! Uh-huh. 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 I didn't look. 
If you're listening, oh. Finesse Mitchell turned away oh, as a guy. Nice. Uh-uh. I didn't look. Ooh, it's so smooth. It's so gross. Uh, my eyes what? are watering. Dude just swallowed his jizz, people. Yes, he did in a Dixie it, cup. It has this weird flavor. Like, it almost Still reminds not me of, oh. like... If you were to take like a vanilla chapstick, you won't yeah. even look. I ain't looking at that. I'm not looking at that. <laughs> like to where it's like still. Because my, my the imagery, like, my my gift and power not, is imagery. Really? <laughs> and that's how I write my jokes. And I ain't image. I ain't picturing that shit. I you got. don't want this in your mind. Either. No, bro. I don't. Let me try. Oh. No, what? <laughs> that, that tastes the same as the first time. That was actually amazing. What? <laughs> Whoa. Yes. Ah, wow. I think I'm about to throw up. Exquisite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using big, complicated words. I love the wood decor uh, very, on this paneling. Yeah, very this sweet. So nice. Very, is very that James Brown? Which is yeah. really yeah. odd mm. to me. I'm going to Google where I, I shot we're, my special. We're while done. You guys look at, oh. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> I made my eyes water. Oh, I really Because I, yeah. I think seeing jizz in like a Dixie cup type of thing is different than it organically happening as a woman because yeah, yeah. I've eaten that. It's not it's not the end of the world, but when it's presented in a it's gross a cut like that, it's mm. ugh, it's nasty. Mm-mm. That is so gnarly, dude. Why doesn't anyone want to be my boyfriend? Like because you drink <laughs> your own jizz. Like, <laughs> That's why this is crazy. Delicious. Fuck. I love this. Arrest yourself. You should I'm go really arrest I'm yourself. Just like I can't believe I just did this on YouTube. Why? Are How many hits that guy? So this guy. Uh, his that's name. the face he should. I know that's what I was just thinking. I was like, that's he, he my has over face. he has over two million subscribers Ugh. on his two channels for drinking his own jizz. He calls himself the gay god. Oh, he mm. definitely earned that. Yeah. All right, all right. You know how many subscribers I got? Eighteen. <laughs> Eighteen. You want to try a new video? You know what? I'll just stick with the putting eating cinnamon on a teaspoon and yeah. just start there. You know yeah. what I mean? And make the faces. You know what I mean? That really cinnamon. is foul as shit. That is nasty. I Ooh. didn't even. You know what? There's so many things I guess you can do. I didn't even think about you can do that. Yeah, me neither. Let alone oh. do it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know you can drink your jizz. Oh, you know what you can. I never thought about that shit. Well, I ain't got shit to do tonight. Do you know that there's somebody right now doing that? Like, you know how you can, if you can conceive it, it's happening. Like, there's somebody right now that's their favorite thing to do. And that guy right now is like, I'm so glad I'm home. I can just crank one out and drink it. I, 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 (laughs) you know what? I want to, I want to be, I want to, like, I know I'm a dope comic. I know I'm a dope actor. I, I love this business. I'm a dope writer, dope producer. Okay. I always love people to be in their, just in their best element and get their story out. But I can't, I'm, I'm, I suck at the turning the phone to myself and, oh, and, right. and just self-promotion. Oh, I suck worst. at it, bro. It's the yeah. worst. I'll drop a flyer. I'll say, yo, I'm going to be in this city, that city. That. Oh, by the way, I will be in Denver, uh, Denver Improv coming up, and I got uh, San Diego all in October. Are you doing uh, American Comedy Club? American Comedy Club. Club. It's a good time. Yeah, I like that place. But when it just comes to like all my friends and crew, that's just like, yeah, walk into the shower, (laughs) and and let me let me tell you something. Whoa, when it comes to liquid soap, it's like, (laughs) wait a minute. I know. I don't even think about it. I mean, I'm. But I watch other people's shit, and I'm like, oh, I could, I could, could you could do that. that. But the thing is, we're all saying the same shit. It's always the same shit. Working out, just eating my cheeseburger. I'm, and I know it's like, oh fuck. And to this point, it's even corny 
to complain about it. Right. Either get in the game or don't. Right. right. So I don't even complain about it no more. But I do know if I got to get 2.2 million subscribers by drinking jizz, I can't do <laughs> it. Yeah, I respect that a lot. I can't do it. I'll just, I'd rather stay at 18. I'll I'd say. rather stay at 18 uh, and book a show. Right, right. You know, get a, get in a movie, get in a TV show, whatever the case may be, and uh, just do it that way. You've done a bunch of acting. Yeah, man. I just uh, booked a pilot. Uh, Susu in the city. Shout out to Eden Shear. She's uh, the young lady from the ABC show The Middle. Mm. And, and uh never watched the middle. But I heard it was on a long time. Congrats on the booking. Yeah, you know. Awesome. So all I know, I'm supposed to go do I was supposed to go do Jimmy Fallon uh next week to do you know, to promote the special, go out and do four minutes of stand up at the end of the show. And uh I gotta cancel. Why? Because your boy booked a pilot. Hey. Yeah, so there you go. I love that. That's all we do in When this do you film way. it? Tomorrow. Oh shit. Yeah, You're shooting tomorrow? We start shooting to the you know, tomorrow to through the twelfth. Is it we have rehearsal tomorrow? It's a single camp. Yeah, so that's work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of sit around and wait. Yeah, so we'll see how it's gonna go. Um, Did you follow all the uh, uh, Kevin Hart cat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? I um, I um, I followed it too on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There was a lot of right on both sides. Mm-hmm. So that's how both I made I, valid points. You're saying absolutely okay. both made valid points on cat side. It was just more or less like, you know, Hollywood, Hollywood is not Atlanta. We are not in control. We got, you know, Will Packer as Channing Dunn. There's some a black execs that's right. killing the game, but it's not like there's a flood of, you know, black programming on all networks. It's right. just not. So the slots are very limited. And then when it comes to comedy, believe it or not, you got to make your own way. You know what I mean? So the cats that's on social media doing what they do, killing the game and forging their own path, and eventually that will lead to a gig. But it's when I think Cat was referring to Hollywood picking somebody and saying, you know, Tiffany Haddish, who I feel is incredibly deserving. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I totally yeah, disagree with fantastic. that. fantastic. On Kat's, you know, whole breakdown. You know, she she did her, she, she, should, she should get everything that's coming to her. Yeah. So, but how they pick people, like, she got the audition. I was at that same audition, auditioning for a different character for Girls Trip. She booked. I told her she was, I saw her, I was like, oh, you about to get this role. I know exactly what you're reading for. You about to blow this shit out the water and you about to take over this film mm-hmm. because you just had that, you gonna, you just going to pop on camera. Do you know what's crazy I remember about this? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. We went to the movies mm-hmm. and it was, um, it was actually Get Out. It was the, it was, but it was the end of the run and mm-hmm. end of when it was in the theater. Mm-hmm. So we saw some afternoon and there was like 25, 30 people in the theater spread out. Mm-hmm. And the preview for Girls Trip came on, mm-hmm. and I'm not exaggerating. She, she killed mm-hmm. in the preview. I remember right. that too. Like yeah. people, laughing how many times are you at the, where you right. like people are laughing hard on a trailer? Mm-hmm. I thought that was like I remember I was like, wow, she's really the murdered. performance. She it's just so authentic. Like it's okay, I'm gonna be this character, but at the same time, I'm still gonna be Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Like the, the character was Tiffany. That's why it was just effortless. And uh, you mentioned Get Out. Little Rail had was still in scenes in Get Out. He like, was, yeah. you know, it's T S motherfucking. Hey, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to stuff like that, and people see it, and you see it, and Christina sees it, and she's like, 
That little rail, I want to see more of him. Right. That's how Hollywood work. Yeah. yeah. When you saw Top Gun, you was like, that Tom Cruise was pretty good. Yeah. You know what I said? That Val Kilmer was pretty cool. I want to yeah. see him again. Right. When I saw that motherfucker in, in uh, Tombstone, yeah. I was like, I know it. This motherfucker's a genius. Yeah. When he played Doc Holliday, that shit, his, that shit was way better. They, their version was way better than Dude, Kevin Costner's version. We were version. just talking about that yesterday. Uh, I was with Joe and them. They brought that. I'd never seen those. I hate westerns, mm-hmm. and they made me watch that scene with Val Kilmer. <sighs> Bro, watch the watch Tombstone and watch anything with Val Kilmer in yeah. every scene. Yeah. He murders the movie. Yeah. Mm. So when you see stuff like that, the reason I say Kevin was right on his what he was saying, yeah, because Kevin was saying, "Look, man, Cat, it's not like you wasn't the guy." You are the yeah, guy. Sounds, yeah. You 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 came through like Gangbusters, Pimp Chronicles one, Pimp Chronicles two. Yeah. I mean, you were it. But I don't know this because I'm not personally. But if you're not showing up mm. for every type of promo shoot, right. every type, of, they really you got to do more work after the film is made right. than you do making the film. And if you're not willing to put all that work in, right, they're not going to keep gambling on you. They'll move to the next person. So to me, you know, in our hierarchy. You know, we, you know, Ch- Chappelle and, and, and Rock are who they are. But on that real urban side, you know, we, you know, Mike Epps was killing it. And then sure. Cat Williams just came in and killed it. But then it's all of a sudden they like took a break. It's almost like they took a two year break. But Cat kind of like took a long ass break and Mike just took a break. He was also, I mean, like, Mike's still. Still but, killing it. So yeah, Mike's st- they but, still killing These guys are millionaires. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. But it's I mean, Cat all- also was dealing with. Shit too. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 putting I'm that's my that's my way of saying, you know, I'm not gonna say I ever seen Cat do anything. Right. But Cat took a break. Right. Can't take a break in this business, you know, especially if you a white female or a black male. Thank you just you. can't. No, you can't. They're gonna replace your ass I quick. Know. <sighs> Even Shut white up, males. White what guys. the fuck is Nicholas Cage? Right. <laughs> hey, he's all fucked up though. You know he's old. But, but that's you can't take a but I my know, point was <clears throat> I could it's go not on about and on time and on. off, right? You, you can't know what I'm take saying? A bunch of time you just off. can't take a break. What so when somebody so like did, so when some so somebody like Kevin Hart comes through with the work ethic of Beyonce. Oh my God, he is such a work ethic. He's not gonna let the top spot go until he's ready, right? And he has expanded his brand into helping other comics and just more content. He he's too smart and his team is too broad, and everybody's going in the same direction. It's too organized. He ain't taking no break. But now you got other millionaires, i.e. Cat and Mike saying, yeah, you ain't all that. And I just don't get that part of it. I got you. So that's why I say they yeah. kind of both right. Yeah. Cat's right because sometimes Hollywood propels a star. But they're like, yo, this dude is bankable. We're going to push this person. Why are you getting mad if all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we're going to push this person because not only are they funny, they do everything you can do, but they show up one time. Right, and they want to work. So well, and sometimes uh, Hollywood pushes people that are so deserving. Like Haddish has been in—I've known her for a million years, and if anybody was ready, it was Tiffany fucking Haddish. Absolutely. So, but we've seen it time and time again. Though. So why do you pick? Why do you point out people who are just as ready, but they just—they weren't at that audition or got that opportunity? It's not Tiffany's fault. It's definitely not Tiffany's fault. So it's like, why say, yeah, she's not deserving. She is deserving. No, she's crazy deserving. And Kevin is deserving. And Cat Williams is deserving. And Mike Evans is deserving. You know who really is deserving? Finesse Mitchell. Finesse motherfucking (laughs) seventh floor Mitchell is deserving. (laughs) I am deserving. October 18th? October 19th, 19th. Friday night, showtime. The Spirit told me to tell you. Yeah. 
first released comedy special. Put your put set your DVRs now. You can do your, it. You can set your DVRs now. I just got an email from Showtime with my face on it Ooh. as they're advertising the month of October, and I'm like, you know what? This is happening. It's happening, and man. I, and and I'm I'm pissed because I only did one show. And you know how you're nervous. You did on one show. I only did one show. You know you, no. you're nervous, right? Oh, you course. need that second show to be like, no, I'm about to punch a hole in you, motherfuckers. Yeah. I never yeah. got that chance. So we couldn't edit from one show to the net to the other show. So it's just really like once you see that show, it's like that was that was, that was it. the show. So there was some mistakes. There was some jokes. I had a key joke that I've been saying for two years. You fucked it up, and mm, I fucked. That it up, happens bro. every time I for know. me too. And it was like, can I go back and edit? And they're like, no, can't. And I'm just like. And my wife was like, but it's your art. Damn it. Yeah. Call him back. And I called I called back. I was like, yeah. Did you, did you forget something? I was like, uh, no, nah, I just, you know, I just wanted to. <laughs> okay, got to go. Bye-bye. <laughs> Babe, they said no again. <laughs> they're like, go fuck yourself, basically. But, yeah, because yeah, they're like, hey, man, we did it. It's great. It's been sold. Yeah. The, it's been color corrected. It's mixed. It's all, it's too late. You want to go do what? Yeah, but this shit has been on my mind, bro. I don't want to put my so shit out So is it out? You cut it out? No. You left it in. I left it in. Because it's funny because people don't know what the joke is. It's basically a joke that says suck high. And instead of saying suck high, I say suck better. Uh, is that and weird? This, it's kind of, and nobody, will, you'll still laugh. But now in this kind of Me Too movement, I don't want to hear no shit. I don't want to defend nothing. And I ain't gonna. No. But I just know I fucked up the joke. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I know. You know. I noticed this weekend. Oh, I've done that too. Though. At the height of this not just me too but like you know with the Kavanaugh hearings and everything mm -hmm. just bringing up sex made people shift mm -hmm. like they're just like well just like where are you going to go with this mm -hmm. that, that was like a different feeling than mm -hmm. normal like you talking about the hearing or you just I'm talking about, about like I was at a show oh. I was performing and oh. I could just tell that the audience was right. different the temperament is different yeah. the country is different bro yeah. yeah I hate the hypocrisy of our mother effing country when it comes to what we get offended in, what we uh, protest in, what we... Oh, we talk about this shit every week it's on just, this show, it's just, man. It's just crazy as fuck to me. Yeah, but how many people are... Tr this is the other thing is how many people are truly offended by shit? There's a handful right. of fuckers on Twitter uh, that are ruining people's lives, wanting to ruin people's careers over things they say. Right. Uh, and then there's the majority of the people that we entertain weekly in right. nightclubs that are laughing at fucking Don't normal people's come shit. Don't Vanessa Mitchell with some bullshit yeah. talking about you said, <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you said I said. Right. If I was at work and that's my job, I said that shit. Yeah. Right. And if you didn't like it, don't pay for the next show right. or yeah. unfriend me or unfollow me. But don't be like, oh, he's not a comedian. I got years and years in the games of making people laugh. And the people that's in the crowd laughing their ass off, I can see if the whole room got up and walked out. Yeah. Something's right. wrong. Right. But if it's just you, right. then it's motherfucking you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You need to handle it yourself. Yeah, I yeah. agree. So you, you know, can find that comic you like. Man, me, we was at the, go we to the seventh floor and handle shit there. Too. <laughs> we were at the improv, <laughs> and uh, and I ain't gonna never forget this. It just happened not too long ago. We were at the improv, and uh, Whitney Cummins got up, and when I say lit these women on fire, God damn it, we're not safe. And men got to start recognizing sometimes that they go too far, and you know nobody wanna. Freaking! I don't see men walking to their car with their keys in their hand, positioned a certain way, ready to jab a motherfucker in the throat who jumps out. Women, we got to do that shit. And the women were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> she finished a set. Shit was a it was humming. I was next, and I was like, "Hmm, <laughs> gotta follow this shit." 
I went the totally opposite direction. I got up there and I was quiet for a little bit. And I want to say, first of all, give it, give it, give a uh, round of applause for Whitney Cummins. Crowd went crazy. And then I said, and secondly, uh, some of y'all women can get to y'all car just fine. Ain't nobody <laughs> jumping out, attacking none of y'all. Especially <laughs> that table back there. That I, the, uh, man, when I tell you, people just started dying because yeah. it was just the opposite. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't say she was full of shit. No. Or, yeah, that's yeah. going too far. I just you said, played off of it. Yeah, I played yeah, off yeah, of it. Yeah. I made it funny, and then I went into just like, "Yo, I get what you're saying. Shit is crazy. This and that, da 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 da." So, by the time I finished my set, when I tell you these people, lo- the shit was humming again. People was loving me just as much as they love Whitney. Yeah. Bill Burr walks in. He's next. He didn't know what the fuck was oh, going no. on. He did not hear her set. Did not hear my set. Oh. <laughs> he just God. walked in to do his set that he was going to run mm-hmm. later at the forum. And he was just rehearsing. And he was Bill Burr. First thing out of his mouth, fuck this Me Too shit. And it was just like, what? And the bitches was like, I said bitches, I'm sorry. The woman was like, boo. <laughs> boo. <laughs> and he didn't know. He was like, wait, yeah. I've been saying this. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm torn yeah, with this. I'm right. torn with this shit. This shit works. What yeah. the fuck is going on? Yeah. And when I say women went to the manager complaining, oh, what? they were like, he shouldn't be allowed to perform. Oh, oh boy. So I had to go and... As I heard them talking to the manager, I was listening, and he was like, well, you know, you're right, and we're going to give you some free tickets. And I said, no, the fuck, you ain't. Mm. And they were like, no, we loved you. I said, no, no, no. I said, we all the same. I said, we comics. We performers. You don't like that guy. I get it. But you can't tell that guy he shouldn't perform, and you shouldn't be rewarded because he made you feel uncomfortable. You weren't uncomfortable when Whitney Cummins was up there saying men ain't shit. Right. And she basically said that. Yeah. She was like, you men ain't shit. Yeah. And women were cheering and dudes were just quiet. And we were like, this was a little harsh. But, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Then she'd throw a joke in every now and then. Yeah. But it was for the most part, I thought, thought she was ranting. Mm-hmm. You know, but the women were enjoying it. Love so it. I went up there. I did the opposite. The men were enjoying it. And the women were like, okay, this is funny. Okay, we can laugh at ourselves. Mm. And Bill just walked into like a hornet's <laughs> nest. Throw <laughs> a grenade <laughs> into it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you women are just over the top. And this Me Too bullshit. No, but yeah, I, I so. fucking I, I I have so much disdain for the idea that I didn't enjoy this, so what do I get now? It's like you get what yeah. you got. Right. That's what you get. You got two drinks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you I didn't like the, yeah, I didn't right. like this movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, some movies are for you and some aren't. You I don't just know. leave. Yeah. Get out. You don't know what I hate? don't see it. And I and I it's the nature of the business, but I hate a really bad comic. And I don't hate them personally, but I hate sitting through a set. I don't care if you're new. I don't care if you're just testing out material. Yeah. But if the set just really sucked and you held me hostage for your 15 minutes, it felt like an hour that I couldn't get back. And it made me feel unfunny. And I'm on the show, too. Or somebody else is on the show. It's just like, uh, I'm more offended at that than somebody getting up there just like they're confident. They know what their material is. You don't agree with it. But, hey, you don't agree with it. Yeah. You're going to agree with the next comic, maybe. Yeah. But you're not going to just stop the show and start yelling out shit. You no. ain't going to yell out in Cats. At a fucking Broadway play and I'm like, I like dogs. I want to see more dogs. Yeah. You knew this shit was called Cats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, ass down. of course. And you can research who's on the lineup. The clubs generally post the lineup. You could research these people. It. Yeah, you could put You don't like it? Don't fucking show up. I remember one of my favorite incidents with a complainer one time. This is like old Brea Improv. Dan Godfrey was running it. And... I said something that offended this woman and her husband. So I'm kind of off to the side behind one of the partitions, like tucked by the office, and I'm watching him talk to her in the lobby. The show's going on. And 
He's like, I see him. He's like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, he's a fucking asshole. And she's crying and stuff. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you know, I just, we just, uh, just these, <laughs> these guys do their thing. Dan, yeah. And uh, she's like, I don't fucking, I hate him. And she, he, and she goes, he's an asshole. He goes, he's a good guy. He's actually a good guy. He's, tell, <laughs> he's telling this woman who doesn't want to hear that I'm a good guy, that I'm a good guy. Yeah. He's like, he's actually a good guy. She's like, fuck him. <laughs> and he's like, I'll tell you what I'll do. Uh, I'll, I'll give you some tickets and, uh, you know, you could come to another show sometime. And then they're like, okay. And she's like wiping her tears. And uh, he starts to walk in the other direction. And then he stops and he turns around. He goes, oh, by the way, I can't promise you that that other show, that guy won't be an asshole too. All right, thanks. <laughs> and he turns around and walks <laughs> <That's> away. <good. laughs> I was like, yeah, why would they even come? You know? uh, I don't know. I, 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 I was in uh, Chicago Laugh Factory. And having a great set, and this was around the time where the little kid fell in the monkey pit. So, of course, I had the monkey jokes and yeah. how they shot the monkey and da, da, da. And you could just hear this lady just like, mm. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> that sound. Yes, I know mm. it. I hear and it's it. getting louder and louder. And finally, I'm like, did you know Harumbre? Or whatever the monkey, yeah, the gorilla, yeah. did you know him personally? Yeah. Because it was either shoot the monkey or he just might just bang the kid, yeah. Yeah. you know, on just the ground. Like, this kid. Yeah. I don't know if you remember the 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 uh, Avengers movie where Hulk finally takes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> just starts back banging and forth, back yeah. and forth. So I was making those type of jokes, right? Yeah. But she was just, mm. she had something to say after, man. She tried to hem me up in the corner after that show, no. talking about animal rights. And, oh, boy. You know, da, da, da. Why are you at a show? And Why? I was just like, lady, it's a joke. Oh, yeah. God. It is a joke. So at the end of the I day. I got to tell you, I, um, I've heard the argument against it, and I've heard people embrace it. And they go, you know, you can say that a joke is a joke, but you do have some responsibility with it. And I really think about it, and I, I don't think so. I don't think you have to be responsible. I don't think so jokes. either. Right. No. I think you're joking. I think you're joking, and I think there's an agreement that you're joking, mm-hmm. like in that space. Mm-hmm. It's different if you're like, hey, man, I want to come to dinner with my family, and I start saying shit, and you're like, that wasn't cool. Right. But it's like, I'm on stage, and mm-hmm. there's an unspoken agreement that I'm being I'm ridiculous. Sorry, not even an unspoken, a clearly right. definitive yeah. agreement that you're now entering a comedy club. The rules yeah. are out I the just window. Don't buy into this, like it's ridiculous. Yeah, but you. It's like, why? What do you mean? I meant it? the whole thing is that I don't mean it, and I say it like I mean it. That's right. part of the joke. But so, then, if you're not allowed to make fun of one group, right? I'll, don't you dare say this yeah, word or that yeah, word. Then, then what like about the, the next? And what about the next? And then pretty soon, all we can tell jokes about is uh, fucking water bottles and cell phones. It's exhausting, and it makes me just want to jerk off in front of you guys right now. <laughs> oh, it makes me want to. Jerk off in a cup and <laughs> taste it and pass it and pass it around. I would never taste it. I would pass it to someone. You know who I bet did that a bunch? Who was nice and can Oh, really nice. Thank you. That freaking track for the goddamn quip. That shit is dope. What's, What's that called? Quip. Oh, quip. Yeah, yeah. our dental track? update music. He likes the dental like update. Yeah, I was like, okay, he's reading the commercial, but then I'm sitting there like, he kind of. I think that's Ali Zimzer who made that. I think Ali made that. Yeah. That guy's real talent. He yeah, submits that, a lot of songs to our show. Oh. He does, yeah. yeah. He, he's pretty good at it. There you go. You like what? <laughs> One, two. <laughs> Here we go. Quit, baby. Finesse Mitchell on the mic. Christina Tito, right? Ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got it. It's pretty good, Finesse right? Mitchell on the right. Christina P. sitting right to my right. Tom's in front of me. You can see that everything we do is just so sexy. Oh. We on a goddamn podcast, people. That's what we do. We just shoot that back down. You did it. That 
Crash better than anything. I can't freestyle. That was fantastic. Back in the day, I used to freestyle. That shit used to be kind of fun. This shit should be easy. (laughs) (laughs) So, final um, predictions for Saturday for our listeners so they know. Uh, my brother, UM's gonna whoop that ass. You think it's gonna be pretty um, bad? I mean, no, like, I don't think it's gonna be pretty bad because they, they step they up. up for yeah, they the step right, up for each other. Yeah. You know, what I mean, they step up to play this. It's, it's a it's a fun game to watch. I want us to win. Of course, I think Florida State has the pre- the talent to win. They fucking came back on Louisville. That when was crazy. They, should they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have. I thought they were gonna lose by like forty yeah. fucking points. It looked like one of those games yeah. where Lamar Jackson was quarterback and this shit's about to get ugly. But Florida State came back. Pretty but crazy. I, I mean, Miami's look good. Miami has looked good. Florida State's look. We changed like our quarterback, fresh. bro. I know. Rosier's gone. Rosier's on the sideline with a headset yet. on, and we got the freshman that's highly recruited, and, t- and he's so far living up. There's the a bill. lot of that going on in yeah. college ball this year. Yeah. Clemson, you see that? They demoted Bryant. But he's you, like, I'm transferring, and then Lawrence gets hurt. hurt. That was crazy. <laughs> that, was crazy. And that Bryce kid came the in. Very next game, Lawrence gets hurt. Wow. And how good is Clemson that they win the fucking game anyway? I know. And Syracuse looks damn good. Syracuse looks legit for the first they time since legit, Jim Brown played there. Yeah. And um, yeah, they look great. There's a lot yeah. of uh, a lot of great football watching this this year. Uh, if we if we win, you mm-hmm. wear the, you wear the Miami <laughs> shirt. Okay. Uh, on your next podcast, so when Fuck. I tune in, okay. I want to see it. And then if you got a Miami shirt. No. You don't? No, I don't have. Come on, man. The fuck, bro. All right, fuck that. What? Oh, my goodness. What? I got a gazillion. <laughs> I got a gazillion, Tom. <laughs> so you can you can keep this one. Yeah, we put that right here for you. Okay. So right. Finesse so has a shirt that he's wearing under his shirt that he's giving to Tom. Yeah, okay. so I had on a Miami shirt, but then I realized I double dipped. <laughs> but that's all right. And here's what will happen. Uh, if FSU wins, uh-huh. I'll have my editor. Uh-huh. Producer of this show, mm-hmm. cut together a promo for your special, mm-hmm. which will look cool. Okay, but I'll lay the war chant underneath it, so it'll be the Florida oh State gosh. fight song. You know what? So it'll be like, dum, 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 <laughs> and it'll be like Finesse Mitchell. <laughs> All right. All right. That's dope. So it'll promote your special. Thank it'll you, be bro. Florida State themed. You know what? I can't even get mad. Yeah. It's, it's almost like you know what. I'm going to tell my 2.2 million subscribers <laughs> about your special. Yeah. But you're going to drink this gin. There you go. You're going to drink this um, It's so good to see you, man. I hope we can do this yeah. again. Absolutely, man. Invite me anytime. One, you know what? I'm about to start a podcast. I don't know when. Don't know where. I got a microphone. We'll let, we'll let people know. You let mm-hmm. me know when you do it, and we'll let people know about it for Dope. sure. Absolutely. Um, oh, good. Good Nando's uh, South African <laughs> yes. Comedy Festival alum, Miami yes. alum. Uh, the new special is... The Spirit Told Me to Tell You. October 19th. Showtime. DVR it. Watch it live. Showtime on the go or Showtime on demand. Check it out, people. It's super funny. They're going to call me One Take Jake because mm. I only did one show. And what you get is what you get. But He's a super such, funny but guy. But you're such a pro, Finesse. Yeah. It's, I bet it's amazing. Thank I can't um, wait to watch it. We're going to watch it. Our closing song was submitted by Chase. It's called Lyric Champ. Um, you can let me know what you think. But uh, thanks again for oh, coming. What? And yeah. also, I want to remind people, October 30th, The Degenerates drops, you guys. Oh, catch snap. So oh, and check I also want to say, if you find me on oh. Instagram, at Finesse Mitchell, F-I-N-E-S-S-E. right now. And uh, and Twitter, but more so Instagram. I pretty much like it. Oh, what is it? What is it? F I N E S S E M I T C H E L L at finesse Mitchell. At finesse You're Mitchell. verified. I have you right here. I just uh, follow. Make you. sure you send a lot of shit talking to him. 
about Miami. Just trash them, okay? Yeah. All right. Do you'll that. have fun with that. All right. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Here right, we bro. go. Here's the song. You already know what it is. Rick Crusher, the fastest motherfucker I've ever seen. Please don't interrupt me, you'll come off like a dog cunt Don't forget that glass of water when you spark up that blunt Bitches on Fremont Street like that tattoo blunt drama Got so many Sahara deserts, bitch, we call that drama We got mommy Christina who will just coke her snitch up Better watch yourself, the water champ will come and get ya Keep your jeans high and tight no matter how loose they fit ya For real though, don't fuck up his order or he'll kill and ditch ya I don't know what the fans are saying. Boys, you guys are doing good. Anything's better than being butt fucked by gay ghosts that's in the hood. One roll in our house. Can you guess what it is? You can piss on me and beat me, but please don't fuck your kids. It's just like the game. Like the game. Like the game. Like the game.